Welcome to another exciting Howard Stern Show. I'm comedian Gilbert Gottfried. I have to say comedian Gilbert Gottfried because uh, if you just heard my act, you'd never know. Anyway, I'm a famous comedian and I love this show. I live for this show. When I'm not on, I can't listen to this show because I love it so much, I'd be jealous of anybody else who's on this show. Hey, are you awake yet? Look, the only reason they asked me to read this show open is because I have a voice that's more annoying than an alarm clock. I'm more annoying than a rooster. I'm more annoying than a garbage truck going in front of your house and banging the cans on the street while you're trying to sleep. Anyway, here's Howard Stern. Rob Zombie vocals. Our production I team. I who was singing. That is Rob, because I said, wow, that's a good singer. It's Rob. talents rob zombie always a show off that guy very talented that's uh the audio from rob's performance at the birthday show in 2014 ah. God, so many years ago and uh now the musical arrangement where'd that come from that's uh our staff richard christie on drums steve nowicki on the lead guitar right there Jeremy Lipkin on bass guitar, Rich G on rhythm guitars, all production and mixing and all of that. Wow. And, uh, yeah, and like everything else for the last two years, this was done entirely remotely with everyone else recording their parts. So nobody was together. No one was in the same room. That's right, Robert. Again, you have uh, analyzed properly. 
That is correct. I just wanted to make that point that these were yes. all parts sent in to some studio. That's right. Wow. That is a vulnerable Rob Zombie, something you don't often hear, a ball- balladeer Rob Zombie. <laughs> I'm encouraging him to become a country artist. And, well, uh, this doesn't sound very country. This is still no. rock and roll. Well, we got we got a lot of we got a lot of road to cover. <laughs> uh, we call that slow nightmare. Uh-huh. Right? Slow nightmare. Yes. I wonder what did you play that for, Rob? Yeah, as a matter of fact, I did. In fact, the guys put it together, and I said, you know, uh-huh. Rob might not want to be presented that way. Why don't you check with Rob? And I guess Rob liked it, so he said, okay, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We checked with Rob. I always check in with Rob. Who, uh, you know, I love love that guy, Rob Zombie, who, I don't know, is he in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? I think he should be. He's a rocker. He's not, I don't think. I've right. never even seen a nomination, I don't think. Come on. More human than human? What's the matter with you? Uh, yeah, I was looking at the production notes on that song. Just one more side note. I'll read this to you to show you the work that goes into slow and vulnerable Rob Zombie. I'm trying to read it. My screen just uh, popped off the. Can you lower that? Is anyone in the technical team able to? Thank you, guys. The slower version works with the original vocal without having to time stretch because the tempo is exactly half the original 70 BPM instead of 140 BPM. How's that for a crew? I have no idea what they're talking about. I don't know what that means. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> well, you and I are very busy with other things. We can't concentrate on music. That's right. That's right. right. But we're, anyway, we're there it is. Making medical breakthroughs and uh, negotiating a piece, all that stuff. The real important stuff. <laughs> I was busy uh, picking out new glasses. I this is a um, this is a misfire. I have other glasses I bought, but I I put a lot of money and time into these glasses. You see these, Robin? Yes. Oh, wow. Look, yeah, I know. They look really cool. But when I put them on, I look horrible in them. So I wasted all this money on these new glasses. Now, wait a minute. You did all that and you never tried them on? What are you talking I did. about? I'll tell you what happened. Um, I got these frames and I came down to the studio on the day we were off and I did a test. I looked at myself on camera and even took several pictures and i thought i looked good in these glasses and they're very similar mm-hmm. to what you wear you see yeah. you know a little more the, the chunky is, yes yeah thick black glasses and i always admired your glasses and i thought well i'll i'll do the same and we'll look like the bobsy twins cuz robin and i look very similar that's anyway, right anyway <laughs> people uh, yeah, mistake us for each other all the time if you've ever seen us in person, people do confuse us with one another. But I, I well, thought I maybe get tired of people calling me Howard. Yes, right. I thought many people would enjoy seeing a new look for me mm-hmm. on camera because, after all, when you watch us on the app, what do you see? You see two heads basically. You don't see our yeah. bodies. You don't see a lot of action. So I figured I'd change up my glasses, and I got these. And I tried them on when I got them back, and I realized the tint was too heavy. It made me look uh, sinister. And I'm such a sweet guy. So I had them all changed again, and I had all the glass oh replaced. Oh, my goodness. You mean this has been rounds of development? Yeah. So here, I'll put them on for you, and you'll see why they don't work. I look almost ridiculous in them. Beth said to me, that not for oh, you. No. See what I mean? It's a, yeah, that was her. Yeah. She went, uh, <laughs> like just like you did. <laughs> why can't I wear these glasses? What's wrong? You First are of all, I think they are too small mm. 
for your face. You need a bigger, <laughs> bigger frame. Frame, like some, you know, because they're like floating up here. It's almost like this is what you look like in those glasses. Yes, like the glasses are up Maybe, here. What if they were down here? That doesn't look good either because the glasses <laughs> don't belong down there. Uh-huh. <laughs> Maybe you're right. Well, anyway, so here they go. I'm going to put them back. It's a bust. It's a bust. And I'm so disappointed that I don't, they don't look good on me. Yeah, for but you all know, that work. Because there's well, even like a special tint yeah, on the frame. I mean, on the try. lens. And, and and that doesn't work either, quite frankly. Well, what, well Ralph picked these out for me. And uh, I put them on. And when I had the darker tint, he goes, you know what the problem is? They're not tinted. They're tinted too dark. He goes, if you get a lighter tint, they'll look great on you. So I said, all right, I'll spend the money. They took the glass out. And uh, so what you're saying is it's not my face. It's the glasses. that Absolutely. Like you put those glasses back on. Those glasses are right for your face. Mm. They're the perfect size. They don't seem like they're floating in midair. All right. Well, they're a bust. So much for the glasses. You know how the invisible man looks when, you know, he wraps himself up in gauze and then puts on glasses. Yeah, that's what that's that's like. what these glasses look like. Shit, too bad. I was really excited, but I want to thank Ralph for really earning his keep. He did a great <laughs> job picking out those glasses. Did he ever see them on you and continue this nightmare? Oh, he was there for the test and everything. He was like, "Oh, uh, these these glasses look good." Let me take some pictures and I'll analyze with my stylist uh, abilities. Yeah, hmm, so they're maybe, a bust. Maybe he's lost. The, his run is over. <laughs> maybe. You might be right. You might be right. You know, time might have gone beyond Ralph's uh, stylistic abilities. You know what the problem is with Ralph? You know, Ralph's been with me since he graduated high school. I've yeah. been basically paying him. And I don't, I don't know, you know, if I, if I stop paying him, I think, uh, you know, he's going to be out on the street. Could be over for, for Ralph in, in lots of ways. Yeah. I mean, I've never seen him have another job, honestly. I mean, maybe he does that he doesn't tell me about, but, uh, I don't, I don't see any evidence of it. He seems to be home. You know, that, that is the, I can't tell you how many people I have conversations with who say, what does Ralph do? He, he, I don't know. And I told him, I think he should write a book because the guy's living a great life. Like he, oh. he goes every day, he goes to the gym. He eats very good food. He's got a nice apartment. Goes uh, out. I mean, you know, it's not like he's, you know, staying at home and can't spend money. He goes out, buys he goes toys, to, uh, flying all around. Yeah. Goes to visit his mother in Florida. Yeah. You know, he's got a whole life. And uh, I don't know how he does it, but God bless him, he's doing it. <laughs> he's not telling anyone, but yes, everyone needs to know. Yeah, and he's always talking about investing, and I mean, I mean, you don't ask. And if you ask him to do something, he goes, "Well, I got projects. What projects?" He's always busy. <laughs> I hadn't asked him to do anything in two years, and then suddenly I said, I, "He told me he's busy. It was a Sunday. He couldn't work." <laughs> 
But, uh, you know, I love the boy, so uh, whatever. No, you know, he's been, we're actually, he's been doing a lot of work for me. I've been cleaning out the closet and getting some, mm. sp- sprucing up my look. So I'm trying to keep him busy. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I was not, by the way, Ralph would call in and defend himself, but he's asleep. In other words, he doesn't have <laughs> That's to get up. Right. <laughs> we get up early. He doesn't have to. later. <laughs> right. Uh, yes, Reggie, you're on the air in Texas. Quickly go ahead, and then I want to. <laughs> hey now, Howard. Wow. Hey I now. Can't I, got through so... I can't believe I got through so quick. So, hey, I heard you mention hey a couple weeks ago that you watched the show from, and I just want to know what your thoughts were on it. Are you kind of getting, like, lost vibes off of it? Well, um, I, uh, I, I've mentioned the show several times. First, they were a sponsor of ours, but I hadn't watched the show. And, uh, I recorded from FROM is the name of the show. It's on ABC. I'll give them a free plug because I do love the show. I enjoy it very much. It's about people who end up in a town that you can't escape. There's no way out. And there's monsters at night that come and attack you if you don't have a special talisman. And uh, I find it quite good. I, I like the characters. I like their struggle. I like their questioning where they are. They don't know if they're dead or alive. And it's a good show, so I do endorse it. And uh, hey, I saw that, here, th- I oh yeah, it's on Epics, by the way. Not it's hot or what? <laughs> sorry, what is that? I said, is Hannah Cherani hot or what? <laughs> Which one is Hannah Cherani? She's the one that plays the oldest daughter, that younger couple with the little boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's hot, and the mom is hot. But anyway, and yeah. yeah. And by the way, TV shows. Let me say something. You gotta have good-looking people. I mean, hot chicks, and and for the ladies, hot dudes. I, I mean, there's a move now, and I've noticed this with a lot of Netflix movies and some of the streaming services to make romantic comedies look like real people. In other words, they got really sort of chubby, not classically good-looking people in these roles. Uh, they're going for realism. Let me tell you, so I got enough realism. I look in the mirror every day. I got all the realism I need. <laughs> when I watch... Oh, a, when, listen, when I... Uh, it's the truth. When silly. I watch... Uh, <laughs> silly but honest. When I watch a romantic comedy, I want to see people look like Richard Gere and Julia Roberts. I don't want to see some of these people that, that look like they... Well, quite frankly, they need to hit the gym at the very least. Well, you don't want to see Richard Gere now. Right. Exactly. <laughs> I don't need to see uh, the Benji love story. I got Benji here in person. I mean, I really. Like the Benji you, love story. That might you be see, fun. Oh, you see, that, you're the problem with Hollywood. They go, you know, wouldn't it be funny to cast Benji so other people who look like Benji could see themselves right. in the... Yeah. No. No. <laughs> no. Uh, we want to hey, see other, good looking people. Too, by the way. We, my wife and I were. You. We heard you. We got it. There's plenty of hot girls on the show. And sometimes they're like in their panty, like a panty look, which is good. But let me, let me, let me say something. You want a Richard Gere, not a Richard Christie in your, in your romance shows. <laughs> You want? Oh, we love Richard, man. Yeah, but but what I'm trying to say is, I was watching a movie with my wife. It was romantic comedy, not even a comedy. It was romantic. You know, it's one where 
girl meets boy, boy is great, they're really into each other, and then something happens where they break up, then they get back together, and then they um, uh, break up again briefly, and then they get back together and they make out or fuck at the end, depending on the channel. It's classic. If you go to the Hallmark Channel, that's another thing, Hallmark Channel. Hallmark has the same formula for every movie. They're always the same movie. It's girl meets boy. They fall in love. First they hate each other. Then they fall in love. Then they break up. They have a massive fight because there's a misunderstanding. Then they come back together. Then there's another little fight. And then there's an apology. And then they kiss at the end. It's classic. It works every time. Well, I don't know who's running Hallmark Channel. God bless them. They got a nice job. But now they've started casting just ugly people. It's ugly people. And I turn it on. I go, I don't want to watch these ugly How people fall in if love. they're regular people, not no, ugly people? I they're don't not. want regular. I don't want regular people. I got regular people day and night. When I put on TV, I want to see an idealized version of what humanity should look like. I want to see really attractive people falling in love. If you want to, if you want to do the classic move where you take a really hot chick and you put glasses on her and schleppy clothes and then all of a sudden you'll, uh, you'll mid- tolerate that. Yeah. Well, then all of a sudden midway through the show, she gets hot. Oh, there's got to be a reveal. <laughs> yeah. I got to tell you something. I can walk out my door and see ugly people. I want movie stars. There used to be quality standards in movies. There are no longer quality standards. And, you know, I, I got to tell you, uh, the, you asked me about the TV show from. It, 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 it's it's a really good show. And I know what you're talking about, Reggie. There's this feeling. I haven't watched the the final episode yet. It was on last night. I, I was watching American Idol, which is a, a show I have to monitor live. Uh, so <laughs> it's true. You know, um, what you've talked about so far is the Hallmark Channel. Yes. I mean, the, the place where art goes to die is what you're yeah. talking about. Hey, here. I love it. Um, I don't watch Hallmark Channel anymore because of the ugly people. Is that right? Go they watch lost it. you. People are overweight. When did you used to see romantic comedies with overweight people? Not even romantic comedies, romantic movies. I mean, who wants to see well, that? Was there, there was that whole Bridget Jones series. <laughs> Bridget Jones is a comedian who was not doing a romantic comedy. No, it's no, a no, different no, no. kind of I'm show. Talking, what's the girl's name that Renee Zellweger got fat to play? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I didn't watch that. I don't watch that. <laughs> I'm talking about movies like, like, like the classic movie was Richard Gere and Julia Roberts and Pretty Woman. Can you imagine if they had two, two, let's say, ordinary, like a real street hooker looking woman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With toothless... Some of these executives from Wall Street, like yeah. Elon would... Musk. Right. Would you want to watch Elon Musk with a toothless hooker? <laughs> no. I mean, it sounds funny. You know, I'll give you a note. JD is my official television watcher. That's his job. Yeah. It's been his job for years. And. He told me the other day, I swear to God, this is true. He said he only recommends shows to be with hot people in them. 
<laughs> tell the tell the truth, JD. Did you not it say that? True. Well, more importantly, with like these Hallmark movies and uh, like some of these like uh, young romance movies or whatever, any type of romance movie, uh, I will evaluate. <laughs> I will personally evaluate the hotness of the the people, the actors in it, and whether that goes into whether I recommend it to you. Yeah, or not. And I even know that JD has a way different image of what's hot than me because he likes. <laughs> He likes He's women with big fat mark? asses. Is he no, 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 no. But I've trained him. I've trained him ah. over the years to understand what I think is hot. I yes. see. Yeah. Yes, so I've he has a get... list of people who I consider hot, and then he studies Ooh, that. And he, he has and pictures. He... So he's right. like, that person look like anybody on this wall? Yes, I go like to him. I, I said to him one time, if anyone looks like me, <laughs> don't show it to me. <laughs> there was like a Hallmark movie that came out like a couple weeks ago, and the people are like older. They're like you know fifties or whatever. I was like, how is I going to fucking watch that? No, so, uh, no, I did not recommend that. But, so you know, old like, people can't be in the movies either, even attractive it, it, old people. Yeah. Well, it's funny. Yeah. One time, JD said to me, you know, hey, I would fuck Oprah, and I said, listen, I'm going <laughs> to hang pictures on the wall. I understand. That's fine. That's your taste. Um, and God bless Oprah, and, and you two have a blast. <laughs> but I said, that's not who I don't want to see Oprah. No. Yes. But, but don't anyway. you realize that many, many regular people have incredible, beautiful love stories? He doesn't want to yes, see that. Yes, but you, what you do is they write the movies. In the old days, <laughs> those people wrote the movie, and then they hired good-looking people to be in them. They didn't hire that. They didn't. You know what? Now people who write want to be in the movie, so they write a movie for themselves. And you're yes. like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> it's a, and so you never even find out what the story is. Uh, Regular people, you see them every day. They're repulsive. It's nothing you want to look a great at. Story, Howard. Like, yes, wouldn't it and be I more told you. realistic and and poignant? That's the problem with Hollywood. We don't want realism. You know, monsters fell in love and no, this beautiful no. love story. No, no, no one wants no. to see that. No, okay. not even you. As much as you're I trying to present yourself. I don't watch any of them. I don't even care if you got good looking people in them. You take like. Hey, um, y'all, thanks for taking my call. Man. Yeah, thank you, Reggie. Good yeah. yeah, you too. Go, yeah. go, go. <laughs> From I'm watching, I like it a lot, but you're right. I do worry that it has no ending, that it's been renewed for a second season. It's on Epics. I like the show a lot. I like that there's no commercials. But Jesus Christ, I hope they have a plan. I really have a feeling I'm getting sucked into a show that's never going to have an ending. <laughs> We're never going to find out what this place Just ask, is. It raises more questions. It never yeah. answers any. Uh. I'm afraid we're in that kind of vibe, but let's hope yeah. not. Because uh, I do enjoy the show. Um, I haven't watched it. I was just reading about another network television show that people are loving on CBS. Some kind of sitcom and i was like really they're making watch, good shows on network television i don't watch any sitcom i hate sitcoms so much i used to when i was a kid watch all the sitcoms but the ones i have no interest in it i don't find any of them funny what was the I last one you fuck. watched friends i watched friends i watched um seinfeld yes yeah, seinfeld uh you know and quite frankly i haven't even seen every seinfeld i'm not a real big sitcom guy but as a kid, I used to watch, you know, all those goofy shows. But oh yeah, fuck. Gilligan's Island, the Beverly Hillbillies. Yeah, but I don't, I don't, I, I, I don't watch a sitcom. I see sitcom. People, JD tried to record him. I said, don't bother. <laughs> I'm not gonna watch yeah, it. Yeah, I, 
I haven't put those on in years. <laughs> is that right? right? But you talk about good-looking people. I'll tell you, look, look at what what is a big movie. Spider-Man, right? I want, like, good-looking people with spider powers dating hot chicks. And, and I like when the, the, the like, like, you take Spider-Man. They make him look nerdy. But then he's good-looking when he becomes Spider-Man. That's fine. And Zendaya? Fantastic. Jesus Christ. That's the chick you want to see fall in that, love with no the nerd. No girl next door lives like, looks like that. Come on. <laughs> right. That's what you want. You don't want reality. You want Zendaya. <laughs> Boy, that's a good looking person, Zendaya. And I see her on red carpets. She she wears these outfits. You're like, that's a good looking person. Put her in the movies. And and you know who? By the way, I gotta recommend, I'm sure you've seen it already, Robin, the new Batman with Rob Pattinson. Oh, he, it's great. He's a fabulous Batman. Great. And, and um and and uh, Lenny Kravitz's daughter. Zoe. Zoe Kravitz is Catwoman, and she is fantastic looking. I always said Lenny would make a great looking chick. Um, he's so what? beautiful. Like you yeah. mean Lenny should be dressing like a woman? He'd be a good Lenny, looking woman. Lenny should be Lenny should be Catwoman. But uh, <laughs> no, I'm saying if Lenny was a girl, you know those classic features. Yeah, a girl and. Zoe Kravitz is Lenny, but a girl version of Lenny. Well, she's like the combination of Lenny and Lisa Bonet. There's yeah, nothing to go Lisa, wrong. Le I, what did I used to call her? Lisa Bonaire. Because I'd get a boner when I'd see her. What a good looking girl she is. Lisa Bonaire. And uh, the daughter is fantastic as Catwoman. That's a good, like, it's, that's a, that's, that's what you want to see in a movie. Right? That's casting. <laughs> And, um, you know what? You make a point because the other characters, they can be less good looking. Yeah. So Hollywood always worked like this. If you were ugly and you wanted to be in show business, you were a supporting character, a character actor. That's what they called them. And what it was a nice way of saying ugly people. <laughs> they used to say, oh, he's a fabulous character actor because it couldn't be a leading man. That's all. That's the way it goes. Colin Farrell was good looking enough to be a fantastic leading man. He was a handsome guy. Now he's gotten older. Now he's playing the fucking penguin. He looks like that's a monster. Right. You don't even recognize him. That's right. I was like, that was Colin Farrell. And that's why that movie's good. Cause they followed the classic. If I was directing Batman, what am I going to do? Take some ugly old fuck and stick him in as the, as the Batman? No. I got Rob Pattinson. I read somewhere. Where he and George Clooney have the most symmetrical faces that have ever been on a human being. In other words, they exactly. analyzed. That's right. They analyzed with artificial intelligence or whatever they used. And they said the only two perfect looking men were Rob Pattinson and George Clooney. That they have what's called a symmetrical face. I have what's called not a symmetrical face. <laughs> my, the two sides of my face don't even match up. <laughs> But, um, yeah, they used to say, like, I'll tell you who was a great character actor, like Gabby Hayes. I don't even know who he is, but, he, you know, they say, G G when I was a little boy, my parents say, he's a fabulous character actor. Love to see Gabby Hayes in a movie, but he's not the star ever. No, he's there the was guy no who. Gabby Hayes movie. He stands next to Roy Rogers, so it'll look good. <laughs> and by the way. But then every once in a while. There's a guy like, I think his name was Elam. I can't remember his first name. He had mm. 
funny looking eyes. He was looking in two different directions at once, and he became a leading man in some movies. They never well, got sometimes the girl, but when when there's a movie about you know a down and outer, like the movie Marty, was a classic movie about an ugly guy who couldn't get a girl. You know, but it was a serious dramatic piece. But if you're going to have a romantic movie about you know a fantasy, if you will, like Pretty Woman. You know, you don't you don't cast ugly people. But uh, you know, that that that's it. That it's it's simple. And the character actors in Hollywood were the best actors because they were ugly and they had to try harder. And they got the more interesting roles, the higher range of roles and characters. But nevertheless, there are rules. There are things well, that have to be. What do you say be- about a guy like Gene Hackman? Gene Hackman's a fabulous actor, but look at the Robin, come on. He's, you don't put Gene Hackman in a romantic comedy. Richard Gere or Gene Hackman. Come on. You know what I'm talking about. Here's a famous actor I'm sure agrees with me. Arnold Schwarzenegger. How are you, Mr. Schwarzenegger? Oh. Howard, I strongly disagree with your beauty standards. Oh, Feeling you're just saying that. muscular women in the films. <laughs> like All who? of this. What? Well, do we don't like these tiny, thin, little American women. Those aren't sexy. Back in Austria, the women were built more like livestock. And I don't mean that there's a put down. Come on. The, right. the thick, muscular legs, the color of bar stools, strong, oh masculine features like a man with a little hair under the lip. Mm, ah. Of course, <laughs> leathery labia that were tough like the hide and the punching bag. <laughs> and, and they had that strong, proud nipples that you can hang your coat on right oh, when right. you get into the bar. <laughs> it was fantastic. <laughs> Listen, in all of your movies, Governor, you had Gorge. I remember you in Conan the Barbarian. Uh, Sandal yeah. Bergman was your co-star. She was absolutely gorgeous. Then, yeah, you know, and I was uh, furious. I couldn't <laughs> handle any of those women. I'd have to, that was real acting. You know how many lessons I had to take to keep a straight face? Fuck. Oh, this is this is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. Thank you, uh, Governor. Okay, well, he disagrees with me. Um, let me see. I'm looking at JD's list. A couple of movies that JD put on my list this week are a sequel to that Netflix movie, 365 Days, and a high school lesbian romantic comedy movie on Hulu called Crush. Yes, and I hope that the two women are hot. Please. They, they were not cute. like they real were cute enough. But... They were hot enough, I think. Yeah, <laughs> if they're cute, I'm in. You know, it's just, in one fantasy. It's enough reality well, in the world. I guess Hallmark must so know you. something about their audience. I bet their ratings are down. I will bet you Hallmark's ratings are down. They got to get better looking people on the Hallmark movies. It's the same fucking movie. Just get plug in. I saw one. I don't want to. I'm not going to give you the plot because I don't. Look, I'm not looking to ruin anyone's life. But the fact is. You wouldn't believe they're in a movie, these, some of these people. <laughs> am I watching a movie or the news? <laughs> yeah, am I looking in the mirror? I mean, what is this? <laughs> but when Robert Pattinson is the Batman, women are swooning. And this, when I saw Zoe Kravitz as the Catwoman, I'm sitting there going, oh boy. Now there, I got some fucking thoughts about this. And then when they kiss, you're like, okay. You ever see two ugly people kiss? It's fucking monstrous.
Listen, when I, I think made the that movie, you have when real I made problems, they're, when they're I made, lovely when, people. When I made the movie Private Parts, I was trying to make out with that Mary McCormick in every scene. I started kissing her in scenes where we were fighting, you know, <laughs> because I was like, how many opportunities am I going to get to kiss this? You know, I, I mean, I well, even the the director, Betty came over and said listen nobody wants to see you every minute i mean no one you know this was a comedy they weren't looking they weren't looking for uh, me to be kissing a girl people be throwing up in the theater stop it now now in a in a comedy no one looking for the me to be making out i knew that i was just i said cut it out later let me just make out with her <laughs> I'm <Stop>. lonely. <laughs> I, I did. <laughs> Cut it in post. <laughs> TV is and movies are designed to make you forget about your problems, not remind you that you need to lose twenty pounds. Okay. It's it's, 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 it's stop it. But you liked uh, what was that that TV show? This This Is Us. Love This Is Us. And you know the rom- relationship between the heavy woman and her no, boyfriend? No, I don't. Mm. Uh, what? I mean, what? <laughs> I don't particularly love that. <laughs> no, I do. I do love that. I guess I do. Yeah, I, 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 I'm I, just telling you in a romantic movie on TV that the, the woman who is uh, obese with her husband is an, you know, it's an issues oriented show. It's a different kind of show. I'm talking about fantasy. Uh, okay. okay. I'm just asking right. questions. I don't watch This Is Us. I don't right. know what it is. I love This Is Us. But anyway, the TV show from is very good. It's a very good show, but I hope they have a plan. Not on when this TV show lost was a, a hit in this country. I knew I was being suckered. I knew they had no ending and I was right. They never answered any of the questions. It was a nonsense show. People wasted a lot of time watching that. I wish I could get all that time back. Now that I'm older and wiser, I wish I could get the time back. I wasted a lot of fucking time on that show. Lost. What a piece of shit. You lost all that time? Yeah. That's you know what why the they called it lost? You losing time. I lost a third of my life. <laughs> when I'm going to be laying on my death, but I'm going to go, why did I watch Lost? I could have I could have learned to play guitar. I could learn the foreign language. I could have I could have uh, gotten another job. <laughs> I could have spent time with my children. But I was busy in a bedroom watching Lost. <laughs> Find out what happened. So fucking stupid. If only I knew now or knew them what I know now. That's it. When I look back on my life, there were two fucking things that wasted my time more than anything. Uh, Hebrew school and lost. <laughs> right? You know what I'm talking about. Anyway. Talk about, you know, you know, I try to stay on top of things and, you know, remain topical for the show. It's important. I'm a radio host. You guys rely on me to comment on what's going on in the news. But I got to tell you. I was completely unaware of how enter- how entertaining the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial is. I and wish I had watched the first season, you know, the trial over in London, and well, then be up on the second season. <laughs> you know, here's the thing, Robin. I was unaware of this, but a friend of mine, 
a friend of ours called Beth and said, Jesus, I can't stop watching the Johnny Depp trial. They evidently air it on Facebook. Who knew? I didn't know this. Yes. And not only that, Mm. you know, I was just reading something this weekend. Johnny fought for it to be televised, you know, to have cameras (laughs) in the courtroom. Can you imagine? (laughs) Well, listen, he's an actor. Amber Heard did not want that. He did. Made a big mistake from what I can tell. Now, listen, I have not uh, been watching it, but I do have a we can do this together. I can give you some of the highlights so you and I can get up to date on this thing. Yeah, I haven't but, watched um, every moment. I've seen some some clips. clips. Some, yeah, me maybe too. they were outtakes. They were so weird. <laughs> it looks entertaining as hell because I think that the the great thing, if you will, about the Johnny Depp trial. And again, I'm not well versed in it and I might be saying stuff that doesn't make any sense. But Johnny Depp, to me, was one of the best-looking, most talented actors on the planet. Had the world at his fingertips. Even the way he dressed, he pulled it off. He had a he had a look. He seemed to have like the perfect life. He could have any woman he wanted. Blah blah blah. And I guess he was on so some good-looking and so desired by movie companies that he left a hit TV show. Right. Because they were holding back his acting in movie career. Yeah, he was on a, that cop show where he was a 21 teenage, Jump Street. 21 Jump Street, right. I forgot about that. that. Where they were high school students, but they were police officers going to high school. Class. What was Johnny Depp's um, first movie role that really put him over the top? Oh, God. Because I don't remember myself. Was it I remember. the one where Leonardo DiCaprio was his brother? Yes, that was it. That was a great movie, but they had the obese mother. Who's eating Gilbert Grape? That's right. He was in that, too. What a That's great movie, movie that was. About. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, and then Johnny Depp, one movie after another. The guy made a shitload of money. Now you hear, like, fucking like, doesn't have any money. They, they, they say he's a fucking, you know, he looks he looks worse than me almost sometimes. Sometimes I'm thinking some girls would rather fuck me than Johnny Depp. And that's saying that, that's a pretty big a, a downfall and uh he's like the, <laughs> the with the with the woman amber heard and the, she's shitting in his bed anyway why he the, the reason i think he would want that on he wanted it televised is that's what narcissists do they think yeah. they can talk their way out of anything trump is the biggest narcissist i've ever met in my life the first time i ever met him i, I had never met him before it was, you know, back in the 80s, I guess, or something. Whenever I wrote my first book, maybe I wrote it in the 90s. I don't know. Early in the 90s. But I met him, and he came up. I was holding a press conference about the book. And because uh, I didn't want to do a million interviews. I figured, let me knock them all out at once. And I just happened to hold it at a hotel. I didn't even know it was Donald Trump's hotel. But it turned out he owned the hotel or his name was on the hotel or something. Well, it was the plaza. He had bought the, the plaza. plaza and you yeah. had your uh, press conference there. He walked in the room. Hello, I'm Donald Trump. And he talked for a solid straight hour about everyone he knew, who he was friends with. He would... And afterwards, I remember looking at my agent. I go, what the fuck was that? First of all, I wasn't picking up on the fact that I was trying to prepare for this press conference. And he just, you know, he was very full of information about himself. 
and about his success. And it was very, uh, it was actually quite interesting. I became very intrigued with him and had him on the show many, many times because I said, that's an unusual man. That is a very, very unusual. I've never met anyone like that. And let's face it, on the narcissism scale, I'm up there too. I mean, after all, I'm on the not radio. Not as high as me, but you're up. No, well, you, you're a, de- I got a whole theory on you, but I'm not going to get into it <laughs> a now. Theory. But, uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> you have your issues, but you've, you, you're, you're terrific. Anyway. <laughs> I had never seen anything like it. I said, this guy would be a great radio guest. He doesn't shut up about himself. And that, you know, that would be interesting. But in real life, you can't behave that way. People can't handle it. It's like, what? Well, you, you got to be interested in other people. So, um, you know, on the narcissism scale, I think Johnny Depp is a huge narcissist. And what I mean by that is, he figured, I'll put this on TV, and because I'm so persuasive, and I'm so smart, and I'm such a wonderful guy. when I'm a uh, when great the actor. World, I can act actor. my way through anything. Yeah. All right. And I, I'll play you some clips from the Johnny Depp trial. If he, if he isn't acting, I mean, but he's so <laughs> overacting. And, you know, because he's writing his own material as he goes along. And, uh, you know, I got to tell you. He's wrong. He shouldn't be putting this on TV in no, any shape. Is, he's trying to save his career. I don't think this is going to help. No, but that's what narcissists do. Yeah. I will charm the pants off of America at the trial. And no, you won't. This will not go well. It's not going well for you. It's not going well for her. It's not going well for anybody. Leave that. You sound like two battling children. The clips I heard, it was like, she shit in my bed. I did not. He hit me. I don't hit girls. Yes, you do. No, I don't. Yes, you do. Did you it's call like that. your wife the C word? Were you married to her then? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who, what the hell are we looking at here? It's just coming off really badly. So anyway, um, uh, Johnny Depp testified in court. For two days last week, two, think about that. Lots of room to embarrass yourself. Two full fucking days. And, and lawyers who intend to bring up every embarrassing moment. By the way, do you even know what this lawsuit's about? Do you understand it? Yes. She, you explain it. Did an article in some major magazine. Okay. And she didn't name him. But she said, I am a person who uh, lived with abuse, you know, spousal abuse. And, you know, and then she talked all about this spousal abuse. But everybody knows who she's married to. Right. So Johnny says that, you know, that and, you know, subsequent issues afterward led to his career falling apart. Disney didn't do another Pirates movie. All kinds of things happened after that. Right. And he's claiming that he never did any of those things, so she defamed him. Ah, okay. Oh, and I see here, the Washington Post is where she published the original okay. article. Right. Okay. So Johnny Depp testified in court for two days last week, which you could imagine is a disaster. Tons of accusations, like Robin just said, of violence. But here's the one. The key issue involves who shit in the bed. 
in 2016. <laughs> She's claiming it was the couple's dogs, but Johnny claims Amber pooped in the bed. And there's nothing funnier than this. And, you know, my friend said, you've got to watch the Johnny Depp trial. It's the greatest television that you'll ever watch. I go, you know, I totally fucking didn't watch it. I missed it. So, all right, at least here's a little recap. So here is the key thing. Here's Johnny Depp for like 15 minutes trying to tell you that the poop did not come from a dog, that it came from Amber Heard. But boy, oh boy, is he, and is he tedious to listen to? Listen to this. She brought up the situation of the uh, fecal matter on the bed. And I, uh, Uh, and she tried to blame it on the dogs. Why, the do you, why did you think it could have been the dogs? The dogs were... The, they're teacup Yorkies. They, they weigh about four pounds each. Um, <laughs> the photograph that I saw... And, and, uh, I, I mean... I lived with those dogs for many years, um, and so did Hilda Vargas. Um, my, she's a she's a woman who's been with me for thirty plus years, you know, from the very beginning, and she was the one who photographed it. Um, <laughs> it was clear. She knew the dogs as well as I did. And that, that was not, none of that did not come from a dog. It just didn't. Your Honor, the shit was the size of the dog. It's in, <laughs> uh, Your Honor, have you ever taken a shit as big as you are? <laughs> I don't think so. What are you, about five foot seven? Have you ever taken a five foot seven shit? <laughs> I rest my case. Your Honor, my wife Amber took big smelly shits. I'd know them anywhere. I think I think you really know. All I kept thinking was Lizzie, I mean Lucy and Desi never thought of these scenarios. In the whole of the I Love Lucy show, there well, was never shit in the bed. I just love that like First of all, his difficulty in speaking the English language is fantastic. Yeah, um, and and stumbling over the names of people who've been with him thirty years, you know, and the, and, oh. and the accent. First yeah. of all, he, isn't he from like uh, the South or the Midwest? I mean, somewhere in this country, yeah. <laughs> I read I don't somewhere know an like that. I read somewhere that he talks like he tries to talk like Keith Richards of the Rolling Stones. That's why he sort of sounds British. Uh, that, well, that I know in that Pirates him. movie, he was definitely, that's where he got that oh. character. That's all maybe based that's on it. Keith Richard. Maybe maybe he's a stunning character. He's from <laughs> Kentucky. Here, I got I got it here on this a note. Johnny Depp was born in Kentucky. Does that sound like a guy from Kentucky? No, no. Joanna. And then, um, like, what's going on? Like, he, he's just, it's so great because you think Johnny Depp's got this great life. People are shitting in his bed. It's all out of control. It's a fucking. But he's man. also, you know, now you're saying that he testified for two days. 
they might have gotten three questions in the way he's answering. He's so long-winded. Well, he's long-winded. I also noticed that, you know, here's a guy who's really embarrassed saying the dog took a shit. He's like, he's fecal matter, Your Honor. Yeah. You know, like he's trying to present himself as a reason. You know, in court, you got to present yourself. And then they show a picture of him passed out in his house and slumped on the floor. <laughs> Yeah, but he's like, <laughs> but he can't say shit. He can't say poop. <laughs> right. And if you notice, he takes huge dramatic pauses. Yes. Especially when he's about to mention dog poop. Like, it's just too, too much. I don't want to even say it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, here's uh, some clips of Johnny Depp describing human fecal matter. What was the photograph of Mr. Depp? It was a, it was a, it was a photograph of the bed, our bed, um, and on my side of the bed, um, was human fecal matter. Uh huh. Um, so I understood why it wasn't a good time to go down there. Your Honor, it was human feces. <laughs> but he acts as if he just discovered it. It was <laughs> not. This has been, you know, several years in the making and you've had to testify about this a million times and you still can't get the story out. Don't you think it would be a cool Broadway play if you took the transcripts, the best parts of this trial, and just did it on Broadway with two oh, really fine actors? I'd be there every night and get all the best actors. They could run for years with different yeah. actors playing Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. If anybody just heard that comment I made to Robin, please don't steal that idea. I'm in the middle of production. <laughs> Your Honor, it was human fahises. Fahises. <laughs> Your Honor, these monologues will go down as I, if I was auditioning for Saturday Night Live. This would be my monologue this that I would do be for Lauren Michaels. Yes, <laughs> there was corn, great chunks of it. Your Honor, a feces was like something Paul Bunyan would shit out. When I saw the human feces, my heart stopped. A cold Your sweat Honor, trickled down my neck. Teacup poodles. <laughs> it smelled like death. Lifeless materials. The dogs are and all it, of four pounds. The shit weighed 500 pounds. Well, it was a 500 pound shit. <laughs> yeah, always when he's about to mention poop, he takes a big pause. And then, and then, like um, he, I guess because he wants to come off well. I guess there's a jury. I don't know. Is there? Is there a jury? Yes, or, I think this a, is a jury trial. And what does he hope to win? Like money from her, or what is he suing her? Well, for? I think he hopes to reclaim his reputation. You know that I he's see. not an abuser, and he can be hired. And so I think it's more about that than it is about money. She could never pay him what he wants or what he thinks he's lost. Well, she probably got a ton of money from him, so she probably oh, got she dough. Got, he could give it back? I don't know how yeah. much money she got. It was all crazy. Your Honor, I want to be paid off in feces. 
<laughs> oh, there's a 10-person jury. All right, so I guess he's playing to the jury. So he doesn't want to say shit or anything like that. He wants to seem like he's like a reasonable yeah, guy. He's you know? a nice guy. Like maybe the lawyer said, you know, Johnny, don't say shit. Say uh, duty. <laughs> well, they must the lawyers must have lectured Johnny Depp on how to refer to feces because he he at one point in the trial, I thought I had to replay this a couple of times because I didn't even believe it. He called it a um he, he called it dropping a grumpy. What? Yeah. I don't I don't think that that's what ever been said. Hey, listen to this. Tell me, this was this blew my mind. Here's Johnny Depp saying he dropped a grumpy. And they were making a a wonderful point of just how funny it was that um I thought that some human being had actually dropped a uh, <clears throat> grumpy pardon the term onto the bed and they were yakking they were yucking it up they were laughing about the whole thing and they should have thrown him out of court just for saying that yeah how dare you you can't say dropping a grumpy that's not even a term you can't make up a mockery of uh, justice how system. dare you if he had said, hey, uh, Amber took a shit in my bed, would would the jury turn on him? Like, would they think, oh, he's so unrefined? I guess I guess the lawyers probably figure that stuff I out, I guess right? so. I guess yeah. everybody would be outraged. You know, we have this fake outrage in this country. Listen, Johnny, I went to Harvard Law. And one of the things I know is if you say shit in court, you're, you're done. You got to say drop a grumpy. It's over, Johnny. Where the heck are they holding this trial anyway? I don't know. <laughs> In secret. <laughs> Your Honor. They were yucking it up. They were laughing. Yucking because. And excuse my language. She had squeezed the cheese. <laughs> if you know what I mean in my bed. <laughs> Dropped a grumpy. <laughs> I uh, Excuse the term. Like what's wrong with the term grumpy? Mm -hmm. And. <laughs> And, Iran, forgive me, but she had produced a rectal pie. <laughs> what? That's correct, Your Honor. I'm trying to impress the jury by not saying shit. Because <laughs> there's so many refined people in the world. Look what we're looking at. So here's the case. Johnny's suing her for $50 million in damages. Amber is countersuing for a hundred million, saying he orchestrated a smear campaign. All right. Look, Johnny, I went to Harvard Law School. I'm going to tell you how to win this case, okay? I told you I recommended you didn't go ahead with it, that it would be one big embarrassment. But if you're going to be up there and we're going to be talking about excrement, I want you to learn these words and memorize them. Feces is a great word. The judge would appreciate them. Defecation makes you sound smart. And doesn't offend the jury. Human waste is a real winner. Now, if you're going to get drop a grumpy coming <laughs> to the lawyers, I, I told him not to say drop a grumpy. <laughs> I told him. At one point, Johnny says to me, what if I say she was baking brownies? If you know what I mean. I go, no one's going to know what you're talking about, Johnny. When you say baking brownies, they're going to think she was baking brownies. 
Your Honor. I knew at that moment as they were yucking it up that Amber had laid wolf bait in my bed. What's that? <laughs> she had laid wolf bait. What's that? <laughs> Here's a guy, Johnny Depp, had a major career. Everything was perfect. Fucking guy. And by the way, you're in a shitty marriage. Get out of it. What are you busy? She's shitting. She shits in the bed. Leave. What are you beating her or allegedly beating her? He says he didn't. I told Johnny not to move ahead with this lawsuit. When we met the first time, I said to him, please, you're going to be talking about feces. But I must, I must gain back my honor. All right, t tell me what you're going to say in court. I'm going to tell the, I'm going to tell the judge that she dropped duty. Don't <laughs> say duty. <laughs> what about, uh, she, she produced ass juice. Don't say ass juice. You want to say she blew mud? All right. There you go. What about Amber chopped a log? Don't say that. Say feces. Feces. Feces, meanwhile, is the greatest word ever. It's, it's more offensive to me than shit. <laughs> and Johnny gets all embarrassed. Like, he, you know, he's acting. He takes a long pause. You're on. Yeah, I, I don't usually use this word. <laughs> Your Honor, I want you to please excuse this, but she pushed manure out of her turd cutter. <laughs> she what? Manure out of her turd cutter. Excuse the expression. <laughs> she squeezed out a deuce. <laughs> she she took the Browns to the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, is that right? She dropped the kids off at the pool. Do you understand, Your Honor? <laughs> no, I don't. I honestly don't, Mr. Depp. I told him just say sh just say duty. I mean, just say whatever. <laughs> yeah, here's a, here's some here's uh, well, whatever. Let me see if I have any other clips that are worthy of this. Oh, this is good too. Here's newscasters reporting on the word duty. Yes, and you know how new every major news outlet had to do stories on this every night. Well. And you know how anchor people on the news act like they're three years old when there's yeah. anything like duty involved. You know, ladies and gentlemen, we're about to say something that I hope we, we I prayed we wouldn't have to say. Get the it's children out of the room. <laughs> yes, please hit your fire alarm because the kids have to get out of the house immediately. We're about to talk about something so offensive. You know, everybody knows what shit is. Kids take walks. They see their mom goes, don't step in the dog shit. You know. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please do not listen to what I'm about to say next. It is so offensive that I implore you. This is worse than the Ukraine and what is happening there. Here, here's a here's a little montage of them trying to, you know, so hard to to deal with Step the word around poop. it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, very uncomfortable because the news. God only, I wish they'd show a shot of who's sitting there in their underwear watching this newscast that they can't say duty. Here. And then, of course, there's that whole incident, and I don't want to get too graphic because it's early, but where, uh, you know, early. there's uh, uh, an allegation that Amber Heard uh, went to the bathroom in Johnny Depp's bed as a way to get back at him. So, 
that's the stuff that we were dealing with. Detailing specifically the moments that made him file for divorce. Now, I'm going to spare your audience the details on this one because nobody wants to hear about that while eating their lunch. But it does involve a bed and something that should not be done mm -hmm. on a bed. And that's mm -hmm. all I'm going to say about that. And this, this next one is really good because she says, I'm not, the guy goes, I'm not going to say what, what's going, and then, and then says everything, you know, here. Claimed Amber left a rather disgusting present for him after they argued around the time of her 30th birthday. Uh, that's not the one, but that was, uh, what's his name, who's supposed to be? Didn't they, Billy Bush. Thank God he's back. Who else oh. could report on Johnny Depp's turd story so well? Who else is worthy? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm about to report on something so vile, so gross. I want you to please unplug your television, lest anyone get these words into their living room of duty. Please. I have to say this, but you don't have to watch. <laughs> right. I'm, I am told I will be fired unless I somehow very uh, tiptoe around the word feces. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I do not know how you are going to explain feces to your children, so please unplug the television. Do not listen to what I'm about to say next. But Amber Heard made a deposit at the porcelain bank. That's the only way. To, and for you children out there, Amber's turtle head poked out of her ass. Thank you. I hope no one heard that. Oh, here's the clip I was looking for. This is from Fresno's Fox affiliate, KMPH. They start out by saying it's too early to get graphic. Well, but eventually, I haven't found the right time. It wasn't good in the morning. It wasn't good at lunchtime. Morning is when most people <laughs> shit. <laughs> That's true. When do you do it? Like, well, we would do it this afternoon, but then there's lunch. And then we're afraid we're going to get into your dinner time. We're hoping you'll watch the news as you're going to sleep. But here it is in Fresno. They uh, they go, listen, it's too early. We don't want to get graphic. And then they just go ahead and say everything. And then they start making jokes. So they fail at their own mission. Yeah. So the yeah, I'll try not to be too graphic because I know it's early here. But the accusation is Johnny Depp claims that. He believes, she says it's Amber Heard that actually um, went to the bathroom, and we're not, I'm not talking about urine here, in his bed, and kind of tried to hide it in the sheets, hoping that he would lay in the bed. It's disgusting. But that's what he claims. Now, Amber says, no, that wasn't me. That was uh, likely one of our dogs. So um, somebody pooped in the bed. It was it oh, the my. dog? Was it her? Was it her friend? Listen to this know. woman. I just know. This is what we're talking about here. I mean, can you believe that like, you can't make this stuff up? And Johnny Depp, we're talking about someone pooping in the bed. I mean, I, I, what is happening here? Well, our producers believe that it could be a smear campaign. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It wasn't that funny, you know? You know what no, I mean? Okay, I'm you know, like, she's they're, like. They're so ridiculous. This is nervousness you're hearing. This woman says, you know, I'm just going to laugh because if I say something, I might say the wrong thing. Ladies and gentlemen, we are about to report on the Johnny Depp Amber Heard fiasco. Very upsetting. Now, because it's early morning and there's going to be fecal talk, we recommend <laughs> you drink your coffee now, take a shit, and then we'll read you the news after you. We'll get to it after the commercial. <laughs> right. Because they always wrap a commercial around this story, too. When, because it's early in the morning, we're going to just say the words Amber was building a log cabin. In Johnny Depp's bed. We will not use any terms.
that will upset your breakfast. What about number two? Can we say that? <laughs> no. Now, after your dinner tonight on the evening news at 11 o'clock, then we can really tell you what's happening, that Amber <laughs> left a steaming pile of shit in Johnny Sheets, but only after after uh, uh, after prime time. <laughs> oh, and that Johnny Depp, he struggles with every word. So, oh, Your Honor. Every oh, word is believe. precious, apparently. Yeah. Your Honor, this is very painful, but I'm going to attempt to describe what I saw in that bed. I would like the jury to cover their ears. <laughs> There's something so horrible in my bed, I don't even know how to say it. I'm going to search my actor brain to see if I can find the words to let you know what happened in the bed that day. And there's like a 17-hour pause as he's debating feces. No, I don't know. I know. Drop a grumpy. <laughs> Your Honor, drop a grumpy. I'm going with that. Forgive me for using that term. Um, it says here the poop story isn't the craziest thing about the trial. Many of Johnny Depp's text messages were read out loud, either by lawyers or Johnny. Did you hear any of this? This is pretty shocking. I, I saw them one time, you know, the typical lawyer move. Uh, they handed him the ta the transcript yeah. <laughs> and then said, could you read? All right, here we go. And then she writes, my throat is yours. And then you write... I have other uses for your throat, which do not include injury. I have other uses for your throat, which do not include injury. Hmm. Sorry, could you read that again? <laughs> Next text. Reading. Read that again. <laughs> Will do. I'll smack the ugly cunt around before I let her in. Don't worry. And apologies again to the court and the jury for this language. After you said, let's drown her before we burn her, Mr. Depp, you yeah. said, I will fuck her burnt corpse afterwards to make sure she is dead. Did I read that right? You certainly did, yes. And you wrote that about the woman who would later become your wife. Yes, I did. Okay. Can you just read for the jury your, that first text? You'd like me to read that? Yes, please. Sure, Mr. Roddenborn. Is the slippery whore that I donated my jizz to for a while, staying there. And can you please read the text under that, please? Certainly. I'm not sure I sent that text, but... Well, I'll, I'll read it. You, you say... No, I'll read it. It's fine if you'd no, like to hear that. You know, I'll go ahead and read oh, it, sir. You, 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 you tell Mr. Baruch on October 18th, 2016, hopefully that cunt's rotting corpse is decomposing in the fucking trunk of a Honda Civic Two exclamation points. Did I read that right? You did. You read it beautifully. You get the part. <laughs> Your read was fantastic. <laughs> and it was his idea to put that on TV? Yes. Save his, wow. Yes. Man. Man. Walt Disney is coming back from the dead to fire him again. You cunt. And Mr. Depp, would now, you read this out loud? he can't say matter, but he can say all this? <laughs> <laughs> well, he texted that. <laughs> Mr. Depp, would you read this? Certainly. 
shoot her, then light her on fire while I fuck her severed head. <laughs> Would you read that again, Mr. Depp? Certainly. <laughs> what a trial. You would like so, me to. <laughs> I admit that if, if you would enjoy such a thing, of course. <laughs> of course I'll read it. <laughs> How did this get? Where was he from? Kentucky? Of course. Yeah. <laughs> why? I'm trying to elevate my career by sounding like, I don't know, a guy from another planet. Sort of British, isn't it? It's almost a, a hint. I'm a bit of a hint of the Brit. Yes. Well, you know, he's lived in Paris a number of years and England and. No. I've become multicultural. Thing, I suppose. That's correct, Robin. <laughs> I should start talking like that. Hmm. I wonder if I should get this. Who could that be? Oh, it's Michael Caine, the famous British uh -huh. actor who has won several Academy Awards. How are you, Mr. Caine? I'm pretty well, but I've got to comment on this. I think it's a good performance by Johnny, but not great. What you've got to do is, he's got to pause longer between words, like fecal <laughs> and matter. Makes it Show much us. more powerful. Now, when he says fecal matter, I want to believe it. I want to smell it. Fecal. Now, notice right. how my nostrils are flaring up and down. It's very powerful. Right. Ingmar Bergman taught me that years ago. And yeah, he's you blinking way too much. By the way, you realize that Johnny Depp is not acting here. This is about his real life. You know what I'm saying? I completely disagree. This is the performance of a lifetime. <laughs> right now, Johnny is trying to get an Emmy Award. I know this guy. This is exactly what he's doing. Look at him. Look right. at the way he dresses. Look at the way he talks. This is a character we've never seen before. This so you is a feel, moment so powerful. You feel he blinks too much. I do. Now listen, Howard. The world's a stage. Life is acting. This is the audition of his career. Right. Now, if right. I keep going, I, I don't blink. I don't, I don't that's stop. That's right, you don't. No. I never blink. And people focus. They hone in on that. They take you seriously. But what Johnny's doing is he's adding pregnant pauses between every single word. Yeah, it's annoying. I hear you. Okay, good point. All right, thank you. Thank you, Mr. Kane. There you go. Let me make sure that door's shut. Hold on a second. <laughs> Lock it. Yeah, there, now it's locked. Okay. <laughs> Why are people interrupting me every minute? <laughs> well, for Michael Caine, you have to stop. Anyway, there you go. The trial is expected to last four more weeks. They're saying that Elon Musk and James Franco are on the possible witness list, and Amber Heard is also likely to testify. So I'm going to jump in on this. I, I think you can watch it on Court TV. I think they're running it 24-7, much as they can. And, and you know, they've got clips everywhere. I mean, if you don't have clips. time, you can catch up. <laughs> Where do you get the clips? Because I see them on uh, I've seen Instagram. them on YouTube, everywhere. Right, right. Yeah. All right. All right, I'm going to get on that. Um, by the way, the shit that was in uh, Johnny Depp's bed is on the phone and wants to say a few <laughs> words. Yes, hello. There he is. Straight from the trial. All right, thank you. 
Yeah, I don't that think a teacup whatever could do that. <laughs> Danielle in Maryland wants to comment. Go ahead, Danielle. Hi, Howard. Sorry, I was in the basement. Didn't get to pick up. I just wanted to completely contradict the argument that Johnny being a narcissist, Amber is a big old see you next Tuesday lunatic at this case. Do you understand a word she's saying? I don't. Yes, it's... Oh, yeah. <laughs> all I'm hearing is... <laughs> and by the way, she's the best caller so far. Because <laughs> yeah, you know what? You can kind of make up whatever she's saying in, in your head. I don't know, well, Danielle. I, I don't make know. out some words. She's saying that uh, uh, Amber is a see you next Tuesday. Oh, Amber's a cunt. <laughs> Howard, I'm I'm an expert in this, and Amber is a cunt. Oh, really? How do you know? Because I just know she's a cunt. Do you, what do you have? Uh, ESP for cunt? Yes. <laughs> cunt dark. A lot has. of people. <laughs> Danielle is actually in the Ukraine, and she's hoping that the Russians don't intercept her calls, so she's talking in code. <laughs> See you next Tuesday. <laughs> Figure it out. Trying to break through the line. You know, I'm on the phone all the time. I, you know, I'm dealing with my mother's health. I'm dealing with my father's health. I'm talking to doctors. I have a regular connection. I don't know. I, I talk on my cell phone. I don't know what Danielle's on. <laughs> Danielle was in the basement working, waiting for you to pick up. So I had to. Oh, to I see what you did. In other words, you decided to call my show, and then you went down to the basement working, where you know the reception is bad. And you ruined the show. Okay, <laughs> fair enough. You, you accomplished what you said. What is that? I'm here now with a good signal, hopefully, to make up for it. Well, now, now, now you've already said what you've said. Now it's too late. <laughs> well, I just wanted to get through. And I don't know if you've been watching the trial. It doesn't sound like you have. And it sounds like you'll start. No. Absolutely I'm, should. But I'm going to start. She's a complete total lunatic. Complete and total. Johnny wanted this aired so that he. Uh, okay, I had enough. Over. Do you know, Johnny, she's acting like she has personal information. I'm going to tell you something right now. I'm in a basement in, in where the fuck was she from? From bumfuck, New Jersey. Yeah. Howard, I just want to say something. I'm in a, new, a basement in bumfuck, New Jersey, and I've, I've got a handle on this whole situation. Uh, Amber is a see you next Tuesday. <laughs> she's a horrible person. Johnny is magnificent and completely innocent. And by the way, if you're having trouble understanding me, once I've made my point, I will move to a better signal. <laughs> Hi, Howard. Now, can you hear me? I've made I've, I've stated everything I needed to state, but now I have a better signal. Oh, I see. So you call in with a bad signal. And then when you're done making your point, you go to a good signal. All right. Howard, I'm sitting here in my basement doing some work. You should see my basement. It's a pile of rats. But I know everything about Amber Heard, and she's a cunt. How does she know who's guilty well, or she innocent? she acts as if she knows these two people. Johnny's wonderful. And Amber's a cunt. Well, Robin, I do know Johnny, and I'm about to tell you a bombshell. But let me go back down to my basement as I tell it to you, <laughs> because now something important. 
I know Johnny Depp because I had sex. Oh, thank you. Howard, I'm actually at Chernobyl. What you're hearing is the radiation and the effects of radiation on my phone. She knows that uh, Amber's a cunt. Yeah. Calling from the basement to tell us. How does she know that? How does she know that? I mean, well, you got I don't know. Her. I was trying to find out if she was, you know, one of the witnesses or if she had spent time with Johnny and Amber. No, I, I couldn't understand her. So I hung up. I got angry. <laughs> she wants to call back and tell us how she's such an expert on the Johnny Depp trial. Oh, here's Ralph Sorella. You were wondering what he does all day. He evidently yeah. watches the Johnny Depp trial that night. Ah. You know. And anybody with any good sense for good television will be doing the same. It's it's fantastic. But you don't watch it. You wouldn't watch it long form. And that's how you really have to appreciate it. Like a football game. You put it on in the background. And then there's just these moments that are like, holy shit, I can't believe this is Johnny Depp. Yeah, that's <laughs> what's great about it. Somebody, somebody cut off his finger. Either he cut his own finger off, or she cut it off. <laughs> then he's busy writing in blood, uh, uh, defacing paintings with penises, and then he's writing on lampshades. You better be careful when you get to the top. I mean, it's crazy. Why? Why would he want that on TV? He's the one who pushed for it to be well, uh, televised. He- Here's what I think. He is really got a problem, dependency problems. And she's busy. She seems kind of predatory. She's she's watching him and recording him. She's a straight one. She should get him help, not, you know, not busy recording him. You, you, you know what I mean? And, and it just shows that he's got a problem if he thinks this is going to go. Yeah, but how can well, well, let's take her side in this. Let's say she let's say she is getting the shit knocked out of her. And she says, you know what? I better record this because this guy's going to kill me or something. Wait a and, minute, uh, Howard, the, dude, the, dude, the text you wrote, wait a minute, Ralph, the text you you had uh, just played them reciting was before they got married. He was already calling her a cunt and yeah. saying, you know, he's going to, you know, fuck her skull or something. And she marries him. Yeah, good idea. <laughs> well, all right. But I'm saying you can't get somebody, um, what do you call it, help if they don't want to take the help. You know, if you say to Johnny Depp, hey, to go get into it. Yeah. And, and well, you Howard. do. He's Johnny Depp. What are you supposed to do? You can't <laughs> say no to Johnny Depp. I wouldn't say no to Johnny Depp, you know. But, but, dude, there's this one scene where uh, she's recording scene. him in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, like a, it's like a TV show, yeah. It is. Two greatest things about the Batman and this. Um, and he, he, she's recording him just walking around, sm- hitting cabinets and stuff. I mean, it's so invasive. And so if you love somebody, you would do that to them. You, you'd sit there and secretly record them. And then. So you are on Johnny Depp's side. Uh, pretty much. Yeah, I think so. Right. I think it's going to. Well, she hasn't testified yet. We have to see. We have to oh, see. Dude, and the courtroom's like, I, I don't know. It's like, it appears to be filled with all hot chicks. Like, I, really? Like, well, yeah. Those are the future Mrs. Johnny Depp's, I think. Well, in court, <laughs> you just, does the defense, like, who's ever on other side is like a wedding. Do you sit on each other's side? Because behind her, it's like, there's not one guy, and it's all these, like, pretty girls. So I don't know if they're her friends. I don't know. It's fucking fascinating, man. <laughs> it's great because uh, I just like it from the aspect that Johnny Depp used to be so handsome, and now he looks kind of fucked up. Which and is... he's got a wife who calls him, what did she call him, a fat? Yeah. Loser. Oh. What? Yeah. 
Batman or something. Yeah, I forget what she. Yeah, and you know what? That's it too. Fuck her. He's Johnny Depp. He's a great actor. He's he's you know I don't know. Well, you just have a crush on him, so I think you're biased. (laughs) And and, and Howard, the the best thing too is like there's people like you know the rule like you should never text things like this, and people people getting shrapneled like the actor Paul Bettany. I'm not exactly sure what those were, but you know. He's busy with, you know, Johnny saying this is back. And now all of a sudden that's in court. He's fucked now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ralph, all entertained, sitting at home watching the Johnny. Thank God for this. Ralph has something to do. I know, Ralph has something to live for. What is, uh, what, now when you watch this, when do you know, how do you know what time it goes on? Where, how do you get informed on this? Here's what you do. It doesn't, you could watch it live, but you know, that's, there's, it's, it's a live stream. So anybody can broadcast it. So you just go on YouTube and you look up, you know, Depp versus Heard live stream. I just saw Thursdays and I didn't even get through all of it and it was uh, fascinating. So it's all, you know, it's all cached on, um, YouTube, you know, so you just oh, find So you one can start and, from the beginning. You can start. Exactly. From the exactly. Right. Oh, yeah, you got it. I'm gonna I'm gonna quit my job and I'm gonna watch this. That's what no, I'm gonna like do. No, like when you're when you're painting. <laughs> give you oh, instead of music, he should listen. To oh yeah, Johnny Depp talk about shitting. Uh, Your Honor, uh, she dropped a big turd in my bed. <laughs> How do I say? Let's see. Court TV has it blocked off from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. and 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. So there you go. There's a lot of. Uh, Boy, this is an involved Yeah, but case. you don't have to watch it at that hour. You know what I'm saying? It's just, right. it's on YouTube. You can just grab it's, it. But... It's up to you when you watch. Uh, exactly. Days, right. huh? Yeah. Thank you. Ah. All right, Ralph. There's a big update from Ralph, who is monitoring the Johnny Depp uh, trial. Now we know what he does. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we, earlier this me. morning, <laughs> earlier this morning, I was uh, complaining, but uh, and you were asking, what does Ralph do all day? And now we know. <laughs> All right. Good for you, Ralph. Thank you. There you Thank go. There's a guy I said Ralph should write a book. How to sit home and watch uh, the Johnny Depp trial all day and somehow get paid. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. All right. One for Mary, and then uh, we'll uh, go to uh, a little break. Go ahead, Mary. What's on your mind in Texas? Hi. I love you. Um, oh. I was laying in bed like five minutes before six going, all right, I can't wait. He better be back from vacation. And I swear to God, I have not stopped laughing. <laughs> well, that's a good sign. You guys came on the air. And um, I just wanted to let you know that I was embarrassed to let anyone know that I have been hooked to Johnny Depp and Amber Heard stuff on. Oh, my God, I've watched it all on YouTube. But I wanted to give you some insight into Amber Heard as well. Um, but I loved, I loved your description of Johnny <laughs> trying to describe the uh, listen, Mary, you're a lovely woman. I'm glad you enjoyed the show. Uh, I, but you don't need to call in and de- and describe what I've said already. In other words, okay, I've said I'm it already. Funny. In other words, I, yeah, I, I, am, I am a funny like person, and uh, I you already are. was funny. For you to recall in and now repeat what was so funny <laughs> is less funny. Do you funny. think it'll you be understand? funny when, when it's uh, said by someone else? Well, Robin, let's find out. Mary, tell me what I said that was funny. Okay. And, all right, uh, all right. No, and then no, no, we'll no. see if it's fun. Maybe you're funnier at it. In other words, if you tell the audience what I just said for the last two hours, 
it might be funnier. You know what I mean? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll tell you about uh, what I All right, Mary, thank you. Thank you. You're lovely. All right. It's okay. We, we heard enough. Thank you. What did, all right, what did you hear about Amber Heard? I, I don't want to be mean here. See, I think there's a, really, I think there's a gas leak he, in, a, in a Mary's house. He comes across <laughs> making Johnny look look really good, if you can believe that. I mean, okay. he's all right. bipolar, all right. off-the-wall, crazy stuff. And when she showed up for the... She said he hit her on the cheek, and I like being on that picture. Okay, all right, thank you, Mary. Very good. Okay, I think there's laughing gas in her house. I don't what? know what's going on. Yeah, Howard, but you I... know they have been also exposing the lies that they're telling as they're telling them. Yes, the lawyer for one of Amber's lawyers showed this thing of makeup that Amber would use to cover up the alleged bruises that she got from Johnny because of all of the abuse she was suffering. And then the uh, makeup company said, at the time all that was going on, this makeup wasn't available to the public. So, oh, right. yeah, so people are coming out and saying, look, we, di we didn't even make that makeup when you're in the time you're talking about. Howard, I just want to say you're very funny. And then when you say, ah, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, but what do you know about Amber Heard? Well, Howard, um, Amber Heard, all I know is uh, she's making, ha, 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 making Johnny Depp look good. Ah, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> Thank you, Mary. Uh, you're very lovely. Never call here again. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe oh, Johnny way, was right to put this on TV. It looks like from our audience, he's winning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, hey, look, uh, going back to my original point to bring this whole chunk of business to, to full circle, the only reason people are interested in this trial is because Amber, Amber, uh, whatever her name is, Amber Heard and, and Johnny Depp are beautiful people. They want to see beautiful people. That's why they're fascinated. Well, she could do a little more with her appearance in this courtroom, let me tell you. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, listen, she's in front of a jury. She doesn't want to be too glamorous. <laughs> listen, honey, as your lawyer, I got to tell you, don't, you know, keep your titties in your outfit. Don't show titty. Don't show leg. Certainly don't accent your ass, because the ladies in the jury will hate you immediately. Women, gals, I hate to say it, but I went to Harvard Law School. I know what I'm talking about, Miss Hurd. If you're going to win your case, you got to present yourself as a bit of a hag. So the <laughs> ladies relate to you. You understand? I'm telling you, that's Harvard 101, sweetheart. But I'd love to look um, glamorous. After all, I am... Uh, uh, glamorous is the opposite of what you should look like. I want you to look like a house frat. You understand? Yes. No titty. No ass. No ass. Don't even no, wash your hair. That's what it Don't wash your like. hair. I want you to look like, like mousy. Okay. <laughs> Howard, hi. Hi. What's on your mind? 
I want to repeat everything you've said on the show so far. I've been laying in bed this morning. I was upset you were on vacation last week. I tuned in this morning. I've been laughing nonstop. Do you remember you started out the show with the Rob Zombie theme song, except Rob Zombie sang it it, it, it slowly? Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> yes, that's true. And then you talked about Ralph with Robin. Yes, I did. And then Ralph called in. Ha, 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 ha. Yes. And then you talked about shitting in Johnny Depp's bed. Yes. And then remember when you said Ralph wasn't working hard and he picked out your glasses and that uh, your glasses, you got to have it fixed twice. Ah! <laughs> ah! What else did I do? What is going on today? I didn't know there was going to be a recap after every uh, segment. <laughs> Hi, Howard. This is uh, whatever my name is again. Uh, uh, remember when I called in and you imitated me? <laughs> I remember when I called in and I talked about Amber uh, Heard being a cunt and then laughed. <laughs> and then you talked about Hallmark movies earlier in the show. <laughs> and how only good looking people should be in them. <laughs> I tell you, people aren't laughing, guess. I, I was so. How does a federal judge in Florida get to decide that the whole country shouldn't wear a mask on an airplane? How does that happen? Well, uh, anyway. you strike down a law, Howard. You mm. strike down a law. Unbelievable. And people cheering. I'll talk about that later in the show. It's unbelievable to me. I have so much to talk about because, you know, I've been shut down for a week. Let's face it. Did you miss giving us your every thought? Oh, my God, I went through withdrawal. When I'm not near my audience, I'm a misery, Robin. You have no idea how much I need the life force that is my audience. Oh. To be away from them is just so painful. You know, I've been doing this my whole life. I have a tremendous need to perform because I've got an endless black hole inside of me that can't get enough love. Of course I missed it, Robin. <laughs> I sat by the I sat by the radio equipment waiting to get on. I almost broke in on our vacation to get on. I could barely stand it. I get a card in the mail, uh, a sympathy card from Richard Christie. What? It says with sympathy, and um, I mean, my mother's alive. This 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 guy said. I mean. I know Richard wants to be on my good side because he what, works what? and everything, but he doesn't have, I mean, he's going too far. It's silly. I mean, I, does he want to not miss it? Is he, you know, he's jumping the gun, sending the card early. He wants to be the first one to wish me sympathy. <laughs> Richard, could I just explain? I know you grew up at a fucking farm in Kansas. You don't send yeah. someone a sympathy card while their mother's alive. But I, it's She's not dead. for... But it's what you're going through, and I feel bad. Yeah, but, no, that... but, but it says in sympathy. In sympathy means someone has died. Yeah. And sending a symp Yeah. Oh. Well, I'm sympathetic to you know that your mom. But that's not, not what well. a sympathy card implies. Well, I, I wish I, I had saved I, it. I screwed up. <laughs> Sorry. You got so upset you I... threw it away, Howard. <laughs> hey, Howard. Sorry about future death. We can smell it coming. So Sorry, your just mother's wanna... dying or going to die. I want to be the first to say I just, sorry. I, ju I just wanted to get in first before Sal in case uh, we're coming up for review. 
That's not what it was about. Uh, you've been talking about what you're going through. I feel really bad. Why I, didn't you send me a sympathy card for my own death? I can't be that far away. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and, you there. know, that's one he'll see, you know, because yeah. he won't see the others. I said, what the fuck is this? I see in sympathy. I was like, oh, shit, somebody thinks my mother died. <laughs> I have enough cards from Richard. <laughs> but what? So what kind of card would have been appropriate, though? Just a, a note that says, hey. Card? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I want to blow you for a raise card, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Howard, it's just... Hey, Howard, your mom will probably be dead by the time you get this card. I didn't want to miss the opportunity. <laughs> I thought I was doing something nice. I'm sorry. No. I just... I no, in fact, bad. it was kind of it was kind of depressing. It was like, oh shit, this is weird. I, mean, I guess I'll be getting cards. Yeah, I'm... yeah. This is what you've got to Man. look forward to. Thanks, Richard. I'm Sorry. in the middle of struggling to keep my mom alive. Well, that's why. I'm actually, I said but I'm it. but I'm doing it's well struggle. with it too. She's she had a good week. And and <clears> then <throat> you get a sympathy card. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect timing, Richard. Well, where I grew up on the farm, we would have shot her by now. And her suffering. I that just know weird. that you appreciate notes from people rather than like yeah. an email. Yeah, but don't send a sympathy card. You send that when someone dies. Okay, I'm sorry. What are you going to send me now when my mother dies? You already sent the sympathy T card. Tell yeah, me. Gonna... I don't know now. Yeah, exactly. You blew it. <laughs> I did. <laughs> sorry. Silly. Silly. All right. Go back and be okay. silly. All right. Sorry, Howard. Yeah. Never do that again. There's not another person, I don't think, who would think that a sympathy card was appropriate to say, I'm thinking of you, you know, while you're going through something. And the other weird thing was, I opened up the envelope, right? Which, you know, I saw the return addresses from Richard, so I was like, and then I'm all of a sudden, I'm opening the envelope and go, oh my God, I'm touching something that Richard touched. <laughs> and he is disgusting. I mean, like, literally, like, would wear a cum hat. You know, he doesn't care. Yeah, I've seen him shit. I see he doesn't wash his hands. He doesn't brush his teeth. And I'm like, I'm actually touching something Richard touched. And then I was all skeeved out, so I had to, like, shower. Oh, dear. A whole shower. Yeah. Couldn't even just wash shower. your yeah. hands. No, I was like, you know what? Washing my hands isn't going to cut it. Not with Richard. <laughs> Got to just wash the whole body. You know, like, Richard doesn't brush his teeth. He wipes them down with a towel. And then, and then, and then he's the same guy licking the envelope, you know. Well, right, you know, he, he does weird stuff with the Beth toilet. Go, I go, honey, come in here. You got to see this. Richard just sent me an in sympathy card. She goes, for what? I go, <laughs> I think he thinks my mother might have died or and then I opened it and it was like, I'm just, I, I'm in sympathy that your mother's not well. I go, isn't that sort of weird? She goes, yeah, it's weird. You know, it's like jumping the gun, pal. Trying to keep the how does he not know alive? that sympathy cards are what you send when somebody's experienced uh, a death in the family? Because he grew up in Kansas eating roadkill. <laughs> I mean, he's like an animal. He's he's not even human. There's no human. Yeah, it's like he grew up on, with this music. I'm gonna send a sympathy card, <laughs> and his house is so filthy and dirty. Richard found the spider in his headphones this morning. Like, like. Oh this, my it, goodness! It, yeah, it's like the Adams family. 
It what crawled happened? in my ear. It was the creepiest, freakiest thing. I threw my headphones down. I put these headphones on, and my ear started to tickle. I'm like, at first I thought it was an ear hair or something. Then I, then I'm like, oh my god, I think there's a bug in my ear now from these headphones. And I threw them down, and then I licked my ear, and a spider literally like came oh out. Oh my god! Oh my god! Thing. I've had them. Thank God you got it out of your ear because, like, sometimes they'll burrow in. Yeah. Oh, I've heard horror stories about that. People that yeah. get earaches and then they pull a bug out. But I, and then, like, about a month ago, about a month ago, a spider, like, um, came down on its web right in front of my face, right in front of this camera here. I thought it was a <laughs> feather floating down. So I just went like this and flicked it away a little bit. And then I look, I'm like, oh my God, it's a spider. And it landed on this microphone that I talk on and I had to like flick it off of them. I feel bad. I don't try not to kill spiders because they eat the other bugs that are in this basement. But man, they're good. <laughs> I mean, look where this guy, you, you, they're why do you bother? Feast. Why do you bother buying a house? Why not just live in a tent? I mean, uh, you'd have less bugs. How about oh, maybe we... clean? How about maybe cleaning your disgusting basement? And then you really wouldn't have spiders. <laughs> well, I put these yeah. things down there, like sticky pads, and it's always, you know, it's a mystery in the morning what's going to show up on these sticky pads. But we get these things called spider crickets. They're these giant crickets that look like spiders, and they're mm. so nasty. They'll sh they'll get stuck on. But the what about pad. seriously? I'm not making a joke. Why not clean clean the? I mean, look at what you say. Is it too late, Richard? If you clean the house, it'll fall down. What's I going think on? so. I mean, you know, we're renting this house and it's old. It's from the uh, '40s, so it, oh. I don't know. I don't know. I know, Richard. Richard be like, I'm just renting. Why clean? <laughs> you know. Well, this not is my only house. My, yeah, well, this is my area, so I don't. I'm not worried about my cleanliness. The rest of the house is, is clean. Yeah, but don't you ever worry that like spiders? Well, okay. Yeah, whatever, they whatever. might not just stay in the basement if yeah. they, you know, proliferate. Yeah, I know. Well, luckily, we've, uh, you know, they try to stick down. I've only seen them in the basement so far. There you so. go. All, all good. <laughs> All right, anyway, but thank you for thinking of me. I do appreciate it. Right, I just right, felt bad you. about what you were going through, so sorry thank it was a sympathy call. It's okay. I, I, <laughs> I got a kick out of it. Oh, you bang. Sing it, John. Uh, John Bon Jovi, Bon Jovi, Richie Sambora, David Bryan, Tico. Who am I leaving out? John Such. What's his first name? Alec. Alec. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, when I hear Bad Madison, it takes me right back to uh, flying to Cleveland to induct the band Bon Jovi into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Ah, beautiful Cleveland, uh, the plane flight, everything. It was just so magical. Uh, oh, if I could only induct everyone into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and fly to Cleveland and spend my weekend doing that. The calls will be coming in. Oh, anybody, <laughs> anyone who is getting inducted, please call upon me because it, it, there's no more fun than inducting someone into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. <laughs> And feel free to ask me. I uh, 
I, I, I still can't believe I did it. Somehow, I, I just could not say no to John. I could not. He was well, smart. He was sitting he, in the car next to you. Yeah. He confronted me in person. He was smart. <laughs> He's a tricky guy. How to win friends and influence people. He, he said, I need to talk to you. I knew he was going to ask me. Uh, I had no idea. He didn't mention it was in Cleveland. I thought it was going to be in New York. <laughs> you know, I'm amazed because, you know, I'm friends with Jimmy Kimmel, and I really love Jimmy, but I see he's available for, he goes to, anybody asks him to do anything, he does it. And I go, boy, he's a better man than I am. He seems to genuinely, he was, where was he? Kimmel. Uh, he was somewhere this weekend. Some award he was given to somebody, and I go, "What the fuck?" Because Jimmy, does, well, the, you know, you know there's hard. something about enjoying life, and in you know, and the joy of participation, and the joy of giving that is lost on you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> I enjoy having free time. I'm, that's what I'm looking for. Like Jimmy always says to me, "I need free time." You know, he agrees with me, and then he really? goes. As soon as he gets free time, he's running around somewhere doing yeah, something. Well, that's why he really needs it. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't he have at, any. He was at the Mark Twain Prize last night with John Stewart. Ah, that's what it was. Was that, was that televised? Was that live? Was that televised? It was not live. It, it, they usually tape it and air it later on or PBS. Yeah, I, yeah. Jimmy. Um, Jimmy's such a sweet guy. He sent me a book uh, to read. And he wrote a funny note. He says, I know you're, um, I know you don't want any more clutter in your house and you'll probably just throw this right out. You're probably down to living with one hand towel uh, to wash yourself with. <laughs> but here's I know a book the last I, time I sent you a book, you yelled at me. Well, I thanked him. I, I, I didn't get to talk to him personally. I called his cell phone. I thanked him. Blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, I've got seven copies of that book. Everyone sends me the same fucking book. Yeah, but don't what tell is me. it about? everybody's it's the um the habits of uh artists like in other words like uh -huh. andy warhol used to wake up in the morning take his morning shit then he would go to the drink his coffee then andy warhol would answer his mail then andy warhol would walk around shopping you know would give you uh and somehow uh, everyone thinks i should read this book <laughs> including jimmy everyone thinks this is something i, I tell you you read don't please jimmy don't listen to this you read two of these people's routines and you go, what the fuck does that have to do with anything? I mean, the fact that Andy Warhol would shit before he drank his coffee, how's that going to help me? And I, Jimmy's not the only one. I've gotten this book from seven to ten people. Wow. I, I mean, I'm complimented that someone thinks I'm an artist. So they go, you know, in other words, you're an artist. You'll want to read what other artists do, their routine. Their routines. Honestly, it makes me feel bad, this book, because they, they see by, by nine o'clock in the morning, they've already gone shopping, shitting, they're caught drinking coffee, and I haven't done anything. <laughs> they seem to be very productive. <laughs> yeah. I noticed none of them do any art, though. <laughs> I was like, when did Andy Warhol ever paint? Because uh, it was very sweet of him. He sent me this book, which, you know, I wasn't looking for this book, but... Jimmy's like that. He's and it was guy. just out of the blue. It wasn't for any special occasion. Nope. Or are nope. you two celebrating an anniversary? What's going nope. on? No, nope. no, it was just like, hey, you're my friend. And uh, I thought of you when I saw this book. It was so sweet. But uh, useless. 
And uh, where's it now? With the other seven, where are the? You want to know it? I was going to throw it out, and I went, "How can you know?" I I watch all these shows about uncluttering your life, decluttering your life, and they say when you get something like this, you throw it right out. You take if you want, (laughs) if you feel sentimental, take a picture of it, look at the picture, and remember the person who gave Uh it to you and the thought of it. But I didn't have the heart. I said, well, this is this is why people get clutter. I go, maybe I'll yeah. read this. I'm going to read it. I started reading in Andy Warhol. I'll read it. So I stuck it in the bathroom. I've got a little rack for like books when you're making duty. Excuse me. Try to drop it a grumpy. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, but, you know, I have now evolved to the point where I make duty very quickly. I don't believe I in sitting on the I was going to say, you never read... No. What is this? So I took Jimmy's book and I started reading it. I'm, and I see I'm sitting there for five, six minutes reading the book. And I'm like, I shouldn't be. I'm going to get hemorrhoids from this fucking book. <laughs> they say if you sit on the bowl to get hemorrhoids. Thanks to Jimmy, I'll get hemorrhoid. <laughs> thank you, Jimmy. Yeah, thank you. Kimbo, Kimbo. So now the book is sitting. Ah, uh, yes. I, thank you. Thank you, my I, mistress. Thank you, my mistress. I've got like a little magazine rack, you know. Which is embarrassing because, like, I know when someone comes in to clean, they're like, oh, so this is what Howard reads when he shits. <laughs> There's a uh, Superman comic book and a, and a Jimmy's book over there. <laughs> <laughs> and that's even embarrassing. They're like, look at this guy. How old is he? Oh, he's reading, reading comic Superman. books on the toilet. Yeah. But uh, so the book's sitting there and then I'll eventually I'll forget who sent it to me and I'll just throw it out. But there's a sick he wrote in the book. No, he gave me one of his oh. Jimmy Kimmel live cards. Uh, and I it says, uh, it says a little note. He's a sweetheart. But the, my point about Jimmy is this guy he complains about being too busy. And then every time I talk to him, he's doing some, he's doing some guy's podcast or he's, uh, he's doing the Mark Twain awards for John Stewart. Who even but knew he, he knew genuine, John Stewart? Uh, genuinely loves people. He does. I see this so. about him. Yeah, I don't know how you do that. What does he love about them? I don't know. I see them as a <laughs> tremendous. I, I see. <laughs> I see them as tremendous bloodsuckers who just eat away at you and I steal your life. That, you know, you reveal to us that you see people as vampires who yes. are trying oh. to suck your blood. Billy and I Corgan. About that. Well, of course, Billy Corgan wrote the song "The World Is a Vampire." Yes, but you actually feel that way. I mean, Billy might write a song because he has that feeling for a moment. I don't know. I haven't talked to him. But for you to be walking around with that's your description of humanity. Yeah. That's a pretty bleak description. Yeah, no wonder I'm always depressed. And don't want to go anywhere or befriend anybody. I see people as giant mosquitoes that have needles and they stick them in <laughs> you and insects. they suck out your essence. <laughs> yeah, they're insects. <laughs> I believe people are insects, not not human. <laughs> but uh, do you yeah, see Jimmy, yourself as one of the insects? No, no. I'm a good How guy. Did you I'm one of the escape. <laughs> no, I'm a, I'm a good guy. I'm, I I I just lay there like Jesus and let the insects all you, you suck my blood <laughs> off. I'm one of the good ones. I, the world is a vampire. Sent to drain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Keep going. Uh, uh, the world is a vampire set to drain. I'd rather hang out with the spider in Richard's headphones than some of the people I know. still just a rat in a cage. I have so much rage, and I am a rat in a cage. All I hear is, what is this? I don't want to eat it. What's he sending this for? I don't hear, thank you, I love you, thank you for feeding me. No. I got, oh, are we on the air? Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. everything's fine. Yeah. Nothing but it at all. Ugh, fucking explode. My head's going to explode. All right, turn this off. I'm getting upset. <laughs> By the way, I will tell you on a happier note that Mr. Billy Corgan will make another appearance here with the great oh. Perry Farrell because they're going out on <gasps> tour together. Wow. Yeah. Um, Aren't we Perry, lucky? Billy's band and Perry's band are going out on tour together. and That's awesome. Yeah, they're going to come on the show and do a little performance and it's going to be awesome. Fucking love those two guys. Yeah, we haven't seen Perry in a long time. Oh, my God. Again, every time I think of Perry, I go and watch that video online that we put out of uh, them singing. Uh, what the fuck is this song that he does? Got Caught Stealing. Got Caught Stealing. Jesus. First of all, what a great song. The lyrics, yeah. you know. It's a song about going in and he went to go shoplift and he got caught stealing. But... uh those two women in that one is Perry's wife, I believe. That Asian woman. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's some sexy woman. Perry must fuck her every day. I gotta ask. I'm gonna say Perry. You have a sexy wife. Do you fuck her every day? No. And I, I'm getting it today. By the way, I, I made a protest yesterday. <laughs> oh, you've already made an appointment. <laughs> yeah, I wanted it yesterday, and I didn't get it. She said tomorrow. <laughs> she, I guess she's got to amp up for it. Uh. Uh, she got to get ready. You got to brace yourself. <laughs> Poor woman. Bang a clock. Bang All right, bang a clock. Bang a clock. I'm I'm supposed to get it today. I don't know what time. I know I'll, I'll have to shower. That's for sure. But I want it. Um, but boy, oh boy, Perry Farrell, that video. Go watch it. Uh, and then the blonde who's there singing back up. Yeah. And by the way, I read the comments under it. Everyone goes, why is that blonde standing there with a keyboard? What's wrong with her? She's not even playing. A genius. They did more than one song. She plays on the second song. But she's, stand she's standing there. Don't in a throw up. I'm going to throw up from these comments. <laughs> um, I get crazy from everything. She's doing a little dance to this thing. And she's wearing a belly shirt. I am a sucker for a woman with, with those tight abs. And, oh, fuck, is that girl hot. And she's dancing around. She's doing a little dance to it. And and, 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 and and Perry's wife and the blonde are looking at each other, singing behind Perry. Uh -huh. uh, 
uh, and I'm imagining the two of them getting it on. I mean, I got a, I got a dialogue. Least the everything. Sexist. Never just uh, you're like, oh, aren't they great friends? No, they're no, all in no. bed. Oh <laughs> my god, I would with each other. I'd pay a lot of money to see those two girls make out with each other. <laughs> oh my god. And Perry's so talented. Ay, and that band. What a what a tremendous video to watch. If you do They're anything. All talented, yes. You know what Perry's wife's name is? Etty Etty. And I'm like, oh fuck. Etty Etty. No, Etty. Not Etty Etty Etty. Etty Law. Etty Law Farrell. Ay, vey, is that I'll a girl? I'll be running around calling her Etty Etty. <laughs> yeah. No, Etty. Not Etty, Etty, Etty. That's it, just plain Etty. I made a video with them when my movie came out, and I was around uh, Eddie, Etty, and uh, Perry, and the band were all locked up in a trailer. I don't know what was going on in there. We were all on set together, and and Etty came out with Perry. I bet those two were just fucking in that fucking trailer. Guaranteed. With the whole band in there too. I think the whole band was watching. I don't know. I you know every. I mean, who knows what was going on? Probably nothing. But I had built up a scenario. Yes, always. You give yeah. a story to everything you see. I do. I do, Robin. I'll admit <laughs> you it. You create a scene. <laughs> I create a scene in my head. It's great living in my head. It's constant do. sex going on. Right. But uh, I love that guy, Perry Farrell. What a what a performer that guy is. Listen, and he also started, uh, what was the festival he started, Robin? Lollapalooza. Lollapalooza, that's correct. Thank God for you. <laughs> I don't know where uh, this is coming from today. Yeah, look, I got this Lala stuff stuck in my head. <laughs> I know. I love quizzing you on all the shit I can't remember. Um, anyway, I have to mention something very important. Here, let me take a call or two, and then I'll mention something very important. Okay. Uh, Michael, go ahead. You're on in New Jersey. Michael. Hmm. Interesting. Hello, hello. Michael? We're smashed to do. Michael. A little Italian there in case he's Italian. <laughs> I don't think he is. Hmm. Guess he's gone. All right. Oh, look who's on the phone. Rooster. He always has an interesting oh, topic. Yeah. Hey, hey Rooster. Hello. What up, Rooster in Louisiana? <laughs> How you doing, Mr. Howard? Man, I'm I was doing sitting well. here I was sitting here today listening to the show, sitting in a Walmart. My wife was doing a little bit of shopping and it takes me back uh to when I was a kid. They got McDonalds and Subways and stuff in here now. I remember back in the day when Walmart had a little eating area where you can yep. get a good old-fashioned hot dog or a Frito pie or a nacho and get a good fountain drink and just enjoy your shopping. But you don't see them days no more. So, you know, I'll tell you something, Rooster, and I, I hate to admit this, but I am so out of touch with reality. I don't leave my house. I haven't been in a in a store in maybe 10 years. In fact, my wife had to explain to me. My wife goes to Walmart and she goes to the various big stores. She loves to shop for a bargain. Yes. And I saw on TV they were talking about that there's some sort of um, escalator now 
where you put your shopping cart next oh, to yes, you. Oh, yes, and it goes to another floor. It, yeah, it goes to that. another floor, yeah. Well, yeah. she told me, I still don't understand what it is. I've never seen it, but it sounds fantastic. It is. Because your maybe cart want... rides down while you're on the escalator. And then when yeah. you get down there, you can pick it up. Do you worry that people are fucking with your stuff, or can you keep your eye on no, your No, 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 you, you no, have you it right there it. next to you. It's next to you. Listen to that. I said, when did that happen? Oh, it's it been goes, a oh, while, that's... yeah. Yeah, I, I had no idea. I Wait, live a life. I, I'm so backwards, I didn't even know there was a sympathy card. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, I mean, I'm sitting here going, man, this this. This dude's being made fun of because he's backwoods. I'm further backwoods than that. <laughs> but I do I mean, remember years ago, before I became out of touch, that you would go, like, when I was a kid, I would go to, um, like, a, like a, even like a J, I'm going to say like a JC Penny. I'm not even what it was. Well, like I think you're thinking of Woolworths. Woolworths I'd go to. Yes. That's it, Robin. Yeah. Thank God for you, Rob. I even know what you're um, thinking, Howard. Yeah, I I would go a Woolworths, and there'd be a counter, and you could get like um an egg cream, you could get uh, hot dogs, and I yeah. think this is what Rooster's talking about. It wasn't yeah. like a formal, um, like a McDonald's where you'd get online and it was like a big fast food franchise. It would just be nope. a local little place that you'd hang, and, and the person cool. would make the drink in front of you. Yeah. And heat the bun in the bur or the burger and the hot dog or whatever. Uh, and then they had it, those balloons. And if you pick the balloon, line. that's what you paid for whatever you ordered. Yep. Is that right? I never had yeah, that. Yeah. You don't remember that? I, I didn't get any fucking balloon. They just charged me A lot of the older, older time guys that sit there and visit, and visit while their wives were shopping or the kids that go hang out there. I mean, it was just. It was just a part of life you you know you expected to go do it when you went to shop, but you just don't see that anymore. It's all franchised and. Uh, so you're yeah. telling me when you go to a Walmart, the place is so big that they have a McDonald's within the Walmart. Oh yeah. Wow. It's it's a McDonald's inside the Walmart. Maybe the reality is it's better. Some of these dudes they used to sit there all day at the fucking um, <laughs> you, you know at the Woolworths. You'd sit there and go, these fucking guys are suspicious, and I don't even want them looking at kids. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like kind of, it get kind of freaky. Maybe it's just all better that it's just a McDonald's. Oh, I gotta, you know what? I fucking hate to compliment McDonald's because they've been real pricks to me my entire career. You know, I was too dirty for McDonald's. So whenever I'd go to a new radio station's, the, a new radio station, these guys would uh, boycott. They would uh, pull their advertising like the day before I got there. And, of course, the radio station was like, oh, fuck, we just lost McDonald's because of this guy. Maybe we should just fire him right away. You know, it was just a bummer. But I got to thank him. I'm taking care of my mother, and I'm doing everything I can for her. And and she will bankrupt me, by the way. I mean, you have no <laughs> idea the cause. You wonder I make what good... it would be. <laughs> yeah, I know what it's going to I mean, like, I'm sitting here now. You know, we just took a break. I was in the bathroom going, counting the money that's going right out the the window because uh. of all the aids I had to hire for her. It's fucking unbelievable. And every time every time something goes wrong, they throw a new aid in there. You know what I mean? Oh. And, you know, and everyone's like, well, Howard should pay. You know, yeah, you know, he's. Yeah, they he's spend on in the your money. You're going to split oh, the cost with. Oh, oh yeah, they, at one point they, they told me I got to get someone to manage the aids and get this one. And I go, enough. 
I'm this telling is crazy. you, you're running a facility. You could have a few more patients. Well, now my dad's too cheap to get food that my mother likes. So now I had to set up an account and get, you know, now I'm feeding them. What are you talking own. about? Somebody asked him about paying. No, nah, he plays that game where he's, you know, had a stroke and he's out of it. So he's like, uh, hey, dad, what about you paying for the food? <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to pretend I had a stroke. And every time someone hits me up for like uh, to, to pay a bill, I'm going to go, oh, what? What? You what? That's what my wife says when we talk about having sex at night. What? 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 Yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> Just when she have a stroke? <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I go to her every my... night with some, with some toothache medicine, headache medicine, or feet medicine. And if she don't say any of those is a problem, then I know I'm lucky. Yeah, well, my dad now, he, you know, you don't know what he's talking about. He seems to know shit, though. My cousin was over there yeah. and he says, uh, he says, yeah, he says, uh, he says to my father, hey, Ben, I, um, I bought a place in Scarsdale. My father goes, oh, big bucks. Oh, you got a lot of money. Whoa. Suddenly he can talk. I walk <laughs> in and go, hey, uh, hi, oh, dad, why are you not buying any food? Like, <laughs> 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 what? What? <laughs> <laughs> You know, all of a sudden, he doesn't know how to manage anything, you know? Oh, boy. Fucking joke. But uh, anyway, so you know me. I'm a sucker. I, I, I see the two of them, and I feel bad. Nobody else has fallen for it but me. And um, <laughs> then every time there's a problem, there's another aid. There's this. I mean, I can't do enough. Where are you they know all I mean? fitting? Come on. I don't know how big this oh, place is. I but... got I got to get another place for the aids so they can hang out somewhere. <laughs> But anyway, uh, so now I'm like caught up in like Beth and I every minute are ordering food and blah, blah, blah. Don't ask. Don't ask. We, I got my father three hot dogs the other night, right? He's oh, yeah. sitting there eating them up. He liked it. Oh, yeah. He likes it. Likes the price. <laughs> it's unbelievable. He I'm wouldn't like, get those hot dogs for himself. And now he's into this thing. I don't know what he's doing. After he eats, he, st- he makes these noises. He's like, <laughs> I go, what the fuck is this? Something's wrong. Call in the doctor. They look down his throat, everything. They say, he's fine. Well, well Howard, you got to get your mom, when, you, when you're looking for stuff to get her, to perk her up, fill her belly up, and put some calories on her. You need to try to find her a Mary Lee donut. A Mary well, let me, Lee let me, but wait donut. a second. Let me, let me finish what I did. <laughs> so, uh, we don't have Mary Lee donuts here, I don't think. Yeah. Oh, man. Y'all, I, I'm going to have to get you some and send them to you. Well, I sat my mother down and I said to her, Mom, you're 94 fucking years old. Now she she's down to like I don't know she weighs like eighty fucking pounds or something mm-hmm. you know and she was always a large lady you know she always had some beef on her she had big titties and everything she didn't even have titties anymore the titties are gone <laughs> yeah I, I had to get her some pajamas Beth bought her like a pair of pajamas right. titties and uh, she's showing me the pajamas and you know it kind of saw her t- I go what the fuck where's your titties. <laughs> <laughs> Jitties, you had the biggest. They're like, gosh, she goes, Jitties, and eh, they're gone. You know, it's like, it's like, 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 what would someone come in in the middle of the night and steal your titties? Jitties, she had like D cups. You don't even see these things. You're just like, it's like the some, Lord giveth and the Lord taketh. Lord taketh away. I guess t- her titties were all fat. She had me fooled. Well, that's what a titty is. 
Yeah, it's fat. I think it's I in there. <laughs> I thought it was like titty. Titties. It's like <laughs> you your leg. It was something you know. called titty. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was like a titty was a thing. I didn't know it was just a bunch of fat. I'm rubbing. You mean I'm rubbing fat when I'm t- playing with those things? All these years, I was worked up over titties. I'm like, I'm just worked up over some lumpy fat. <laughs> Couldn't wait to get my hand on titties. Titties and butt cheeks. But, uh, it was weird because I, I, you know, I'm looking at her in her pajamas because I'm trying to figure out, you know, what size she goes. I'm a medium. I go, Mom, how can you be a medium? You're like 20 pounds now. I'm a medium. And get me the ones without the elastic. She's lost all amenities. Like, I need one without elastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, I, and I want cotton. All cotton. <laughs> I'm like, okay, we'll get on it. Sure enough, Beth finds like it. Everyone else says, uh, oh, we can't find them. We can't find them. I go, you can't find cotton pajamas? You've got to be able to find well, cotton pajamas. Everyone's an invalid because they know old Howard will get the cotton pajamas. You'll step up. Old Howard always steps up. Yeah. Look, it's my mom. I love her. So what am I going to do? So I got her to cotton pajamas, but then she's showing me because she's showing me the pajamas. And, she, you know, she kind of like like pulled them out to show me. And, and when she opened up like a, she didn't open her shirt, but she pulled it forward. Right. I didn't see any titty down there. Jitties. Like was like looking at a dude. I go. I was just. I said, "Did my mom lose all of her teddy meat?" <laughs> teddy was crazy. That's a new word. I ain't never heard that word before. Uh, it's I'm not. It's not original. I heard it at the Johnny Depp trial. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, I tell you what. I've never dropped a duty before. I've had a, I've had some monster shit before, but. Did I'm you ever drop a grumpy? A never dude. in the bed? <laughs> ne- never in the bed. And I've I can see Rooster grumpy. doing in the bed. But but here's why I was thanking McDonald's. So talking to my mom and I'm looking at her and she's like skin and bones. And the doctor even said to me, hey, you got to get some calories in her. You know, I got to get some calories in her. You know, everyone's, uh, you know. What, what do you do? <laughs> do you ever ask that? What do well, they do? I, you know, I know. You could get her some calories. I know my mom loves fries. And she loves milkshake. But she mm. always was going, like, she used to just eat frozen yogurt all the time. I said, you know, and I said to her, Mom, I'm going to get you some fucking milkshakes and fries. I don't need that. I go, yes, you do. She goes, no, I don't. And like, that's how she talks that. No, I don't. She's just and grumpy I go, like that yeah, all grumpy. the time every time she answers? Oh, oh, she's so grumpy. And I, I mean, she's, I go, Mom, think about it. You're 94 years old. If I get to your age, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to have a fucking pizza party every day. I'm going to eat all the fattening shit I want. I'm going to get, I'm going to blow up and I'm going to die because, you know, I'm not going to eat any real calories. I'm going to just let myself go. Cardiologist nightmare. Yep. That's right. You're going to have to give me so many statins. I'm going to change my name from Howard Stern to Howard Stanton. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. yeah they're gonna have to decompose my body a week before to get the grease out of it before they bury me. yeah so i go mom you can eat whatever you want well anyway so i get her mcdonald's chocolate shake i was woozy i wanted it so bad the french fries i got her the chicken nuggets oh my goodness chicken nuggets yeah. she didn't want oh, the nuggets all out but that woman, she wolfed down those fries and that chocolate shake like there was no fucking tomorrow. And I'm looking at the menu at 850 something calories on the chocolate. In the I shake said. alone? Or yeah, was that I the said t- in, oh in the shake alone. 
I wow. said, God bless McDonald's. <laughs> I had to say it. Even though they've been scumbags to me, I got to say, those motherfuckers make a shake that'll give you hardening of the arteries. She got 850 calories in this thing. And every day now, I bring dear mother a fucking McDonald's chocolate shake, and she's like, wow. With the straw. Where's the straw? Suck it down. Suck it down. She's into a weird thing, though, now. She's into, what? like... So I bought a pizza for her, right? I figured, what the fuck? I know she likes pizza. You bring the pizza to her, right? You put it down in front of her. She first goes, what's that? Now, listen, I know she's old, but you know what a pizza is, she's right? I mean, pizza, you know, right? <laughs> the move now is, what's that? Now, it's pizza. It's not like beef stroganoff where you can't right. tell what's in it. You know, it's not like some complicated food. It's fucking pizza. <laughs> right? She yeah, looks at it. Fuck up a pizza. Yeah, hell yeah. It's a New York round pizza out of, <laughs> straight out of the box. I mean, yeah. uh, so, it's so. Meat and cheese. <laughs> she goes, she goes, what's this? <laughs> I go, pizza. Then she'll go, what? Pizza. It's pizza, mom. <laughs> pizza. I'm not eating that. And then I know you just leave it in front of her. And then she starts to eat it. Like she oh. goes, I'm not eating that. And she's just, and she makes a face like, she's like, 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 yeah, like she's over in the Ukraine uh, and she can't stand <laughs> Vladimir Putin. I mean, yeah. unbelievable. Well, like, like so, so you bring Italian to her. Oh, uh, no, I think it's too much for her. But anyway, Beth goes, I, Beth says, I'm going to go shopping. I'm going to buy every fucking thing I'd want to eat. Because, you know, so we get a whole bunch of chocolate and this and that. We even bought the Hershey Kisses, you know. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And uh, Beth brings it. I said, present it to my mother. Beth walks in with the Hershey Kisses. Because I don't want to get all the credit. Beth always wants to give me the credit. I said, get that. Brings it in, marches it in, puts it down. What's that? <laughs> and Beth goes, uh, uh, it's, uh, Hershey kisses Ray. What? Now she knows what they are. She's got to uh, ask twice every time. It's like three times. It's so fucking oh. crazy. Like, I, I, like, you know what? I guess there's nothing else to talk about, really. We've we're kind of <laughs> talked out. You know, you can't go, how are you, mom? What do you mean? How are you? You'll be 94. You'll see what it's like. You know, it's just like, <laughs> okay, sorry. I, I, I Now the rule is we never ask how she is. Okay. You know, I just come right in. You know what my move is now? What? I got these headphones for her with a microphone so she can hear me because she's oh. fucking stone deaf now. And uh, she can hear when I talk into the microphone. Right. And the thing has feet. It's feeding back. It's so loud. It's like squealing. And she doesn't even yeah. know. You know, it's like it's unfucking believable. She's like, you know, I'm like, mom. Hi. And it's and it's like it's like it, it sounds crazy. It's like, mom. Oh, it's Howard. I'm here with the Hershey Kisses. You, you speak so passionate about it, Howard, that I get the visual image of Edith off of Archie Bunker. And, and, and then everyone goes, it's feeding back. And she, and she goes, don't lower it. I can't hear. Oh, no. <laughs> Every conversation is like this. <laughs> so I walk in and I figured out, I don't want to ask her how she is. My mom's spiritual. You know, she's very consumed with, uh, you know, what's going to happen when you die. She always has been. So I brought in prayers that my daughter prepared. I got 
You know, my mother loves the Maharishi Mahesh Yogi. I got yeah. Bhagavad Gita translated by the Maharishi Mahesh Yogi that I read to her from. And I got prayers and songs wow. to sing. Songs? You know. You're singing? Yeah. In Hebrew. Oh, go ahead. Oh, my. Yeah, yeah. So, and it's fucking crazy because I got to do it into the microphone. I go, Mom. I go, Mom. Uh, <laughs> I go, Mom. Uh, uh, Mom. And she's like, what? <laughs> the whole time, crystal glasses are exploding, mirrors are exploding. It's like, it's like contacting Mars. And I'm thinking, you know, I'm like the guy in the movie Psycho. Nobody on earth dotes on their mother like this. I mean, it's like, you know, I, it's unbelievable. So I I get her. This whole Beth brings in the Hershey Kisses. What is it? Beth goes, Ma, uh, she calls her Ray. Ray, it's Hershey Kisses. <laughs> Hershey Kisses? <laughs> Who wants that? Oh, God. All right. So Beth, the, you know, Beth knows the drill. She leaves the bowl there. And I'm sitting there praying with her. Come <laughs> All of a sudden, I see the hands. The two seconds ago was shaking. Now they're steady. He's unraveling, undoing the, undoing yeah. the tinfoil. She's scarfing down Hershey kisses like there's no tomorrow. Oh someone says to me, shouldn't we be giving her better nutrition? I go, are you out of your fucking mind? The woman's down to 80 pounds. We got to get something in the tank. We got to get her some calories. Because my mother goes, I don't have any strength to get up and go to the bathroom. And I go, mom, that's because you got no fuel in the tank. We got to get some calories in you. What are you talking about? If you're that old, you ought to be able to just roam freely around and just do whatever you want to do. Well, listen, I gotta, I gotta save her life. You know, I'm, be, I go, mom, yeah. you want me to save your life? I don't care anymore. I go, then what the fuck am I doing here? If you don't care. So anyway, she starts scarfing down the Hershey kisses like one after another. But I wanted to say about McDonald's, these guys, that chocolate shake, thank God, cause she loves it. 850 oh. calories. Boom. And then all of a sudden she's getting up to go to the bathroom. You should see she's, she got up. She started watching TV. She hasn't watched TV in months. Wow. That McDonald's, that McDonald's shake. You keeps better her up not for two say hours. anything bad about them better. ever again. No, fucking McDonald's. They're, well, hey, I can't say anything bad because they, you know, and the large fries is 490 calories and she'll scarf one of those down. <laughs> so they you got, got 13 the best fries from what I understand. She, that's what she John told me. COVID and McDonald's shakes brought her back. Saved there you go, Rooster. Saved by McDonald's shakes. Boy, that ain't a commercial. Well, let me tell you something. She Maybe should be McDonald's will call Howard. <laughs> they should have that, that fucking maniac, Ronald McDonald, walk into her bedroom. She's sitting there <laughs> with the headphones on with me praying. And then Ronald McDonald walks in and goes, oh, what's the, what's the matter? Your mom's dying? Yeah, what can we hey, do to mom? save her? She won't eat. Here, give her a chocolate malt. Stat. Yeah. Dr. Dr. Ronald McDonald. Running down the hall. 
All right, so Rooster says Walmart should bring back the dining area. The dining not... area. All right, all right. And let me think about that. Forget the franchises. Yeah. Right, right. He wants a return to the good old days. Because did it's you like the days. food? The food was better, right? In other words, you get the like a real hamburger. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I know what he's talking about. Like you get a real patty. You want to get some of that bullshit. And there. and those hot dogs were good too. They were group. good. I think it was the yeah. Polish hot dogs. It wasn't just regular hot dogs. They right. were the old Polish hot dogs. And remember, they turn in that machine, and then sometimes they get bubbles on them. Yep. Because <laughs> they, they kind of like get burned a little bit. The good old yeah. days. The things people remember, days. you know? You, you know what? You're a man after my own heart. Thank you, Rooster. All right. Yes, pal. sir. You bet. You That's Rooster, it. everybody. Everybody loves Rooster. Rooster Speaking reminds of me of uh, going to AA meetings when I was in nursing school, you know, because we had to study everything. We had to watch and observe everything. So you go to an AA meeting, and instead of the people talking about what do they do, uh, they don't talk about their recovery. They talk about their favorite drunk stories. Right. And Rooster's still living his favorite food stories. Hey, hi, Pitch. What's up, pal? Hey, Howard, what's up? How are you? All right, what's doing? So you're talking about your mom. She wants calories? Yep. So oh, here's a guy. Yeah. So you, so you know what I do? I go to uh, Chick-fil-A. I got like, two or three chicken sandwiches. Um, two chocolate shakes from White Castle because that gives you calories. Yeah, but why are you looking for calories? You're obese. <laughs> I'm not obese, but the what, chocolate shakes from White Castle, that'll fill your mom up. And that the, white, the shakes from White Castle are phenomenal. Let me ask you. what He's not why obese. You, why he are you eating? He's not obese. He is obese. <laughs> you know what? What does obese mean? Obese means like you're overweight and fat, but I'm not that yeah. fat because I had that surgery. Yeah, yeah, but but you, but you're eating through it. At, what do you weigh now? Be honest. Wait, three hundred. Yeah, okay. That That's is obese. not a normal weight for anyone. No, but for you well, to have two, I mean, one uh, White Castle shake <laughs> would be terrible. But for you, and to eat three two, chicken two. sandwiches. Well. You, well, yeah. the reason I go to White Castle get the shakes because they're the largest shakes out of McDonald's and Burger King and Chick-fil-A. Uh, John, what do you think of um, what High Pitch is saying? Is uh, the White Castle chocolate shake but superior to the McDonald's? Is that accurate? Put on your You're mic, not John. On. He didn't even have headphones on. The oh, fuck hello. There we go. Sorry, I was muted. Um... So in terms of taste, no, I don't think it's as good, but he's right in terms of size. The White Castle chocolate shake has 1,060 calories, the large Oh, my shake. God. You know what, though? My mom doesn't drink the whole shake. Like, she'll, yeah. you know, we have to, you know, so she does it in doses, so. But, you know, people tell me, oh, you should be doing better nutrition for her. I go, dude, at first I got to get her to eat something. That's the only shit she'll eat. But what, what about, like, the chocolate pudding? The I've done that. I've actually done that. Half I tried chocolate pudding. Cream. Yeah, have, I've tried I have, it. I had two of those this morning at 2 a.m. Oh, <laughs> high pitch. <laughs> yeah. Wow. No, because you, you know, I, just, I just got a part-time job, too. 
Oh, yeah. What is that? I heard you got a job. What's going on? So I'm working for my friend, Tom, uh, New York Ticket Fixer. He helps people get out of uh, traffic tickets. And so I work for him now doing account receivables. And I help him uh, do the tickets. What are well, you, you talking know, about? Uh, he's got a job. Listen, you know, I got to tell you. You keep telling me he's what? Um, feeble or something? And, and, well, he, and he's based out of Syracuse, so I work from home. He is feeble, but you know what it is? Some people are what? nice people. Like my dad, it, there's a lot of businesses and guys who work and women who work know what I'm talking about. And Robin, you know. A lot of companies have one guy who's unemployable, and they do it to make themselves feel good. And you know, Robin, this is true. There are people who are, let's call them feeble. Okay? <laughs> you want to call them slow. And you go to any company, and there's one guy. My dad was in business. He did it. He had a guy who was feeble. And there were certain people that are willing we at our show, we have 17 employees. <laughs> but that's a different story. I'm, I'm a sucker. But So um, what is High Pitch doing? He, he's doing menial. He's, he, the guy gives him a salary. Do you, what are you getting paid? Well, I don't want to say. I, I get paid right. cash. Okay, that's good. Because it's very nice. In other words, he's trying to help him out. But Robert, you know, he's even, not even on the well, books. No, Robin, what, tell, exactly what you do high pitch is the, 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 like stuff that is not consequential in other words it's not essential excuse me not essential in other words he messes it up he messes it up right like robin you say i'm slow i'm feeble no i didn't say that i said he's howard said that <laughs> no i know you're feeble mind he's feeble minded he is i i, I, I don't mean to imply you're slow i'm feeble minded but a little bit slow but i'm still smart Okay. All that can when go we, in the same brain. All right. When we gave him the IQ test, and there's no joke, high pitch was feeble, which is, <laughs> uh, to me, I'd rather be a slow adult. <laughs> I don't want to be feeble. Just the word feeble. It's a funny word. It's a weird word. No, Howard, what's wrong with the cum hat? I need to know that. No, well, don't keep no. switching topics on me. Yeah, get back to your job. What do you do? Well, I would. I hope I do. I check emails for him, and and if anyone needs their tickets paid, I I send that to him because he has lots right. of emails to answer. So you look through the email, and if you see someone who's in trouble with a ticket, you pass it on to your boss. Yes. All okay. right. Okay. So look. Yeah. Um. Here's the thing. Eric is working. That's good. Also, there's a couple other things, as long as I got them on the line, real quick. I heard you use a skinny filter on your cameos. Is that true? Just confirm whether that's true or not. <laughs> no, I, I don't use a that. filter. You're not using a skinny filter? Absolutely not. Okay, I had heard that. Okay, I also heard another rumor about you. Yeah. I heard that you were pepper sprayed in a road rage incident. What? No, it wasn't a road rage. It was... This guy was blocking a stop sign, and what happened was, I hocked my horn and said, can you please move your car? He came up to my truck. I told him not to touch my truck. He said, this is my truck. And then he came up to me 
and pepper sprayed me inside my truck. <laughs> well, let me get this straight. You were a perfect gentleman. You honked your horn once and said, excuse me, sir, please move your truck. Or did you start calling him a cunt and yelling at him? And be honest, what did you do? No, I did not call him any name because my dash cam caught the whole incident. I want you to send that to me, okay? I will. I want to see it. The detectives have a whole video, too. Yeah, and I need the audio as soon as I can get it. But there's no audio. Oh, it's just a camera bit. All right, I need to see it. I get because I want to see the perfect gentleman you were. And so you said, "Please move your car." Yes. And he and he and you were you had the window rolled down and he pulled out a can of pepper spray and sprayed your face? Yeah, he pepper sprayed my truck. He was spraying pepper spray all over the air, too. I, I got to <laughs> see this. Can you imagine the noises Eric made when he was pepper sprayed? <laughs> my, oh. throat was, my throat was irritated and my left eye was irritated uh -huh. oh, I bet I've never been pepper sprayed but I can imagine it's horrible it was red pepper spray alright alright you send that to me I want to see it too uh, I, I will it was, uh. it was so horrifying I don't know why the guy did that but he was crazy well, I wonder if you were um, uh, being a nudge, or were you, or were you being a gentleman? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. With perfect, you. I was being a perfect gentleman because when you see someone act crazy, you don't want to get into a fight with anyone. All right, good. And I'm you said something about detectives having tape of this. Yeah, because I sent them the video too. Good. Oh, well, you they, just they, sent listen. Them your video, okay. Well, you're right because uh, listen, people can't run around pepper spraying people. You were because sitting in said, your car because they said when people pepper spray someone, that's assault. Of course, it is absolutely right. You know, you might be feeble, but you got that right. All right, Eric. Good luck with <laughs> that. Let me know what happened. Yeah. What's wrong with the cum hat? Any, any, any? I any went through that. I'm done with the cum hat. No, I, I got to hang up on him. He, he, he's feeble. Um, John, do do I have my, does my memory serve me right that when we were you know when we were working at Sirius in the building, you would order Chick Fil A uh, cookies and cream milkshake once a week, right? Yeah, I would get I would get Chick Fil A once a week, and part of it was I remember one time Howard, you walked back when I had that milkshake out, and I saw a look in your eye that I have never seen before. You you wanted that thing so oh, badly. I did. How many calories is that? It's like 630, I believe, mm. in that shake. Well, that's what I'm, when I'm on my deathbed, like my mom, <laughs> that's what they're going to, I'm going to Now people will me. know what to bring you. They won't bring you that book about artists. They'll bring you no. these shakes. Tell Jimmy to bring me that Chick-fil-A milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> cookies and and, and, and and cream milkshake. Mmm. Mmm. Oh. Man, would I love that. That would be something, huh? I asked you if you wanted to try it, and you were like, no, I do not no. even tempt me. You know why? <laughs> it's like a guy in AA. You don't have a sip of a, of a beer. You know what I mean? It's, it's right. Gonna You're not going to stop problem. at one sip, right? You're not going to no. just taste it. No. Jesus, I'm so careful with my diet. I should, I really deserve some sort of award. I don't know why my belly still has fat. 
I dropped a couple of pounds. Yeah, why doesn't your body reward you? <laughs> it doesn't. You know, I was watching, uh, Bill Maher has a new, it's very funny, I haven't finished the whole thing yet, but Bill Maher has a uh, comedy special where on HBO where he's doing stand-up. And I'm looking at him, and I go, I know he's the same age as me. I believe he's the same exact age as I am. And this guy, he's got a flat stomach. I see. He's got uh, he's got a nice physique for a guy his age. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm I'm doing all the right things. I'm working out a couple of times a week. I'm walking. I'm not running anymore. I can't run anymore. It fucks me up. When I run, it hurts when I pee. So I'm like, I'm not running anymore. I know it's crazy. So I can't even do that. But I'm I'm watching everything I eat. No, no chocolate, nothing. No Chick-fil-A, whatever that is. Cookies and cream. And I got a gut. And my weight's down. But um, I should look like a friggin' Adonis. (laughs) This is what I'm saying. Your body's not responding correctly. No, nope. To all of this discipline. My body never responded correctly. (laughs) Uh, here's a note. It's called the Holy Cow, that milkshake that you get. Oh, really? That's what it says. No, no, the Holy Cow is the Sunday at Peter Luger's. So That's what is the it? hot it's fudge a, Sunday at Peter, Peter Luger's. Somebody just hand me a note. The Sunday is called the Holy Cow. Yeah. Oh, I see. Uh-huh. John Hine recently went to a steak dinner with J.D. and John Blade. John ordered an enormous Sunday at the end of the meal called the wow. Holy Cow. Oh, okay. <laughs> How the fuck are you surviving with diabetes? How have you not dropped dead? I don't even understand what you're eating. Well, like Robin said, how your body doesn't show off what you eat. My body does show off what I eat. <laughs> right. Aren't you worried, though, with diabetes? Like, that it can kill you with these things? Yeah. You don't care. Of course. God, you're, you're living on the edge. Well, he, I don't do he this as much thinks as I he eat. has a safety net. Yeah. Do you take insulin? I wear a insulin pump 24 hours a day. So there you go. That's his safety net. I don't know. I'm, I'm running around without a net. <laughs> <laughs> Here's John Hine audiobook on what is the best milkshakes for those of you who are. Hi, John Hine audiobook. How are you? Burgers, fries, and shake. It is the fast food trifecta. It's my standard order whenever I try a new place, and a milkshake can make or break the meal. The shake hmm. must be thick, rich in taste, and make me dream about licking clean the metal cup they made it in. Number one, Dairy Queen Blizzard. It could be 11 in the morning or 11 at night. If I'm driving and I see a sign for Dairy Queen, I will pull over to get an Oreo Blizzard. You can flip a Blizzard and nothing will drip out. It's that thick and delicious. Wow! It doesn't get any better than this DQ delight. Order one, flip it, and enjoy. Number two, A&W Root Beer Float. I know a float technically isn't a shake, but this tastes too good to not include. The I only see. way to improve A&W root beer is by adding a scoop of vanilla ice cream. All, all right, all right. <laughs> Every time you pass a Dairy Queen, you get a blizzard? Uh, now that there are Dairy Queens out on Long Island, it's not as unique as it used to be. But back before, yeah, whenever I saw a Dairy Queen, I would go get an Oreo blizzard. I'm wondering, I mean, when you take off your clothes to bang your wife, do you turn out all the lights so she can't see what's doing? Because Oh, uh, God, yes. You do? Okay. <laughs> all right, me too. But I figured you should. I mean, you got to be a mess under there, under that shirt. 
I bet you maybe it's not even that bad. I tell you though, I, whenever I see John with his wife, his wife is super fit. I oh mean, she my got goodness. a body. She got. She is the opposite of him. She ain't an ounce of fat. On I don't him. even know. You know, they're like Jack Spratt and his wife. Yeah. <laughs> Only opposite, because it's she's so thin and athletic and gorgeous. You know, just strict with her diet and the whole thing. And John's the complete opposite. I would love to see uh, John get on top of his wife and fuck her. I would pay to see that. I'd pay big money. John, <laughs> John do if you do ever... that, John? <laughs> Don't you let her get on top. <laughs> somebody said to me once, John, somebody once said to me, John must eat all the food before she can get to it. And that's how she stays there. Because <laughs> I'm looking, I'm saying, what's in the fridge? <laughs> you know, it's a man's world. So, that's how yeah. she stays so thin. I get to it I, first and then she's nothing <laughs> left for her now. I always run around and go, it's a man's world. People go, why do you always say that? I said, go visit John at his house and see Ralph. And <laughs> God bless you, John. With your, your shakes. Very you know, you're having fun. You know what? You're having fun. And that's what counts in life. Believe me, I, I see it now. I see my mom, my dad. I, you got to have a little bit of fun. So, right. Well, are you going to let yourself have some fun or are you no, going to no. stay the way you are? Oh, sadly, I'm allergic to fun. But, you're too. Uh, it's too late for you. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work. Are you are you taking uh, John any statins? Do you have anything for cholesterol that you take? No, my cholesterol. It, this is a freak thing. It, it's very very good. I have really? no idea why. I can't explain it. My cholesterol levels are actually very healthy. And what about my your blood pressure? My blood pressure is a little high. I take something for that. Okay. I see. All right. At least he's got some kind of condition after all that shit. <laughs> Howard, I gotta wear yeah. over there. I, I gotta wear this pump twenty four seven. Believe me, it's it's not fun at all. If you really watched what you ate, do you think you could get rid of the pump? No, the no. type of diabetes I have, I can't. Most people, can, I see. But, right. but I'm a type one diabetic, which means I need the insulin twenty four seven. You're not making in insulin, correct? Yeah. Where um, do you wear your pump? Where is it on your arm? On my stomach. On your stomach. Oh, so when you take your clothes off for your wife, she also has the additional She's treat of seeing the pump. She's also got to get over the pump. Yeah, yeah right, <laughs> right. Okay. It's like a... Oh, there it is. Nice. It's like a beeper, almost. Yeah. So when you bang, do you have to wear the pump, or can you take it off a bang? No, I could take it off. I, nice. I take it off, like, to shower or go in a pool or um, have sex, whatever it might be. Right. All yeah, right. anytime okay. he would be in action, he can take off the pump. <laughs> right. In other words, the pump right is back on most of the time. In other words. He's rarely in action. Uh, Je Jeff, you're on the air in New York. Hey, Howard, how are you? Love your show, Howard. Thank you. Hey, listen, I want to ask uh, John Hines a question and Rooster. Actually, I don't know. I know Rooster's not on, but you guys have pretty much addressed almost every eating place that you guys have ever gone to. And last week I was in Florida um, for the whole entire week. And I must have went to Golden Corral. Like six times, but I brought my kids then. It has everything. And I happen to think that's probably better than all the all-you-can-eat buffets and, uh, that you can all put together. But it has to be in Florida for some reason because they move stuff. What about uh, Golden Corral, John? Any thoughts on Golden Corral? Yeah, Golden Corral is like an old school. Like, remember Ponderosa? Um, yes. Other, you know, just buffet, you name it, it's there. And. Uh. It's okay, but it's more a matter of I can get as much as I want of anything I want. That's the appeal of Golden Corral. When, when I was fat years when I was fat years ago, uh, I I used to go to Ponderosa 
holy shit really like, cause, yeah because you could eat whatever the fuck you wanted i mean they, they, <laughs> you know like you could have unlimited portions and man i think they lost some money on me <laughs> i never have been to a ponderosa that's imagine, uh, or a golden corral i've, oh I've my seen God. them but i've never been in imagine an entire restaurant filled with chazers Chazer is a person who just fucking eats and eats and like, you know, because it's free, you know, in their mind. I'm going to pay that one fee. You can go back again and again and again. Yeah, I'm going to start a restaurant called Chazer. And uh, that's where you go and you just pay one fee and then you just explode. You sit there all day and eat. Howard, it's funny because like the pies and the cakes are all cut into individual pieces. And you just right. see people take pieces and put them one on top of the other, on top of the other, on top of the other. Yeah. There's no limit. Yeah. But, you know, you know what a chazer is? Chazer is a guy like you go, hey, you know, let me, hey, I want to thank you. I'll take you out to dinner. You take them out to dinner and they got to order the most expensive thing. And then they got to order 17 desserts. You know, that's a chazer. And in Ponderosa, I used to say, bottle of wine. no, 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 it's a, it would be $900 to $800 bottles of wine. It's a, it's a, it's a whatever they can get, whatever they can get, you know, like, oh, man, they're going to beat the system. They, 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 regardless of the fact they're killing themselves, you're going to beat yeah, the system. You're the system. If you're taking yeah. them out to dinner, they're not beating yeah. anybody. But uh, <laughs> Golden Corral, I, I haven't been there, but I'm sure it's great people watching. I used to go to when I'd go to Ponderosa, I'd be like. This fucking asshole. Meanwhile, I was a big fatso myself. I'd sit there and go, look at this fucking guy. He's got 57 things on the plate. He's not going to eat all of them. He's, he's a chazer. He's just sitting there. He's, he's going he's gonna to eat seven desserts, but he's going to leave 15 of them over. I mean, it's Howard. unbelievable. You go to Golden Corral, Richard? I used to go every Sunday. I'd get a newspaper oh. and sit there for hours and eat like they had pizza. They had everything <laughs> on the right. buffet when I lived in Missouri. But one time I went there and I've gotten so much entertainment from buffets. I love going there and just watching people. It's hilarious because yeah. you ever take Golden pictures Co of them? You ever take pictures? Oh of them yeah, I yeah, have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I remember I brought you yeah. back some pictures from Kansas from Pizza Hut buffet. <laughs> <laughs> Pizza Hut has a buffet. Oh my! Oh my like god! Watching cattle. It's like not even human beings. <laughs> oh, there was a there yeah. was a lady that like ate off the buffet. My wife and I were watching what? her, and then she went and took a shit. <laughs> like she went in the bathroom for like fifteen <laughs> minutes, and then <laughs> came <laughs> back and piled her plate back on. We were like, <laughs> she has to eat out. And she was too bad. Too bad you can't. And shit and eat at the same time. <laughs> but the same woman complained to the manager at Pizza Hut that there was too much thin crust on the buffet. She wanted like the thicker crust pizza. She was pissed. Oh, but one time at Golden Corral, one time I saw a lady literally for breakfast eating nothing but pie. It was the funniest oh. thing. Like she how many went, how many pies did she eat? Oh, it must have been 10 pieces or something, but it was all different pies. Like she tried, she went and got apple pie, then she put whipped cream on, and then she went back and got chocolate. You know what pie. it is? Wow. They, they, they're, they're, um, they're monsters. They're not people. They're monsters. <laughs> they, they, they see something and they figure it's free. It's just unbelievable. They can't, they can't, they can't just say, I'll have a piece. Okay. That's it. No, that no, you I don't pay. go to a buffet for a piece of something. No, you go. It's an event. You go and stay for a while. Hey, Howard, I uh, I stayed in a hotel once, and the, uh, we were on the club floor. So on the club floor, they put out desserts at night, like donuts and stuff. So um, you know, you would go and you take a plate, you take a donut for each person. 
I saw this woman walking down the hallway. She had like a stick, like almost like a plunger. I sort of put 15 donuts on the stick and then walked back to her room. Yeah, that's a chazer. <laughs> that's what you find at Golden Corral, the Golden Chazer. Howard, I used to go to a Chinese buffet in Florida. Oh, that's cool. I remember my parents would go to the Chinese buffet. And my parents, you know, they were they were civilized. They they wouldn't like eat like crazy. My father would just complain all the time. Look at that. There's 50, 50 things on that plate. <laughs> they eat. They eat like there's never going to be another meal. <laughs> the one I used to go to, it got shut down by the health department for like 150 <laughs> violations. Oh, wow. I saw it in the newspaper. Like they were putting the food from people's plates back onto back the buffet. On the buffet? Oh, yeah, good. they found roach and rat droppings oh. in the food. Oh, oh my God! <laughs> but That's it was so I... good, wasn't it, Richard? <laughs> oh, it was amazing. It was two ninety nine, and that included a drink. It was like the yeah. greatest price. And yeah, I, how do you, you think? Know, I... How do you think they stay in business? You gotta just like just scrape off the plate and put the food back. <laughs> <laughs> I think I have a strong immune system from that place. That's how I never get sick on old chicken and things like that. JD told me Golden Corrals have chocolate fountains, like, like a whole. Oh, what what is that? Do. Well, at, yeah. at Ponderosa, you know, they had the ice cream machine, but at the Golden Corral, until COVID, they stopped it, I believe, because of COVID. They had a whole chocolate fountain, and the fountain, it was a fountain of chocolate. A bunch of chocolate would fall uh, from a fountain. You could dip, you know, things in there. Strawberries. You could yep. put your strawberries in there. Put your ice cream in there, whatever you wanted. And you know all those gross people with their fucking fingers and shit that are in oh, the chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Oh, yeah. They don't care. They're double oh, dipping. Oh, yeah. Richard was there, Howard. Yeah. Richard. Oh, I put my hands in it. Yeah, I didn't care. Oh, yeah. Little kids did. would, for sure. <laughs> Richard's the, feces the, hands. The worst... The wor <laughs> The worst people at buffets are the like the big people that bring multiple plates up at a time. Like yeah, usually, you yeah. just go up with one plate. Yeah, they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna beat the system. You know, <laughs> I know what I'll do. I'll get three plates. Exactly. Oh, well, you the, fat the, fuck. I think they're the people really do worry about them running out of stuff because yes. it's funny too when they run out of like pizza or something. You'll see a line yeah. start to form. <laughs> oh, yeah. big run! Everybody, yeah, and everybody looks angry that they have to wait. And yeah. then their psychology is, I'm going to take like five slices of pizza because, you know. They, and forget everyone behind me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because I don't, you know, and then you're standing there like a schlub waiting for the pizza. <laughs> Honey, they ran out of corn. <laughs> Maybe you that's why I hate buffets. I, I, whenever I go someplace and they have a buffet, I usually don't even eat. Smart. I tell you what, let's eat in shifts. You stay online for the pizza. I'll go back to my <laughs> table and eat. Like, right, like somebody's a, they, in they charge of desserts and they go yeah. get the, yeah. all of the desserts. <laughs> Maniacs. God. Yeah, Paul, that. you're on the air. This is Paul in Texas, yeah. No, I just want... Hey, first time caller, love your show. Guys, you're doing that. I just want to say that uh, it is the saddest form of human element... Whenever you go to these golden crowds, it's just, it's the, the worst kind of people, the fast people. And it's, oh my God, it's so sad. Well, they're so nervous about not getting their proper food mount. They, yeah, and, and, and then they, they throw it out by the trunk, all the salt and sugar. And oh my God, and you just see the people all sad and fat just walking around. Oh, 
so bad. What are you doing there? <laughs> He's observing like we oh, that, was, that was a long, long time ago. That was a long time ago. And, oh, no, thank you. Uh, you know who was again. a big Ponderosa guy? Was uh, Fred. Fred used to oh, yeah? be. Yeah, I think Fred was a big Ponderosa. I remember his parents I, would come to town and they'd take him to Ponderosa. Yeah, I mean, when I was a kid, they had a Ponderosa in Ohio and we ate there probably like once a week. It was great. I yeah. loved the They had like chicken wings. I loved the little little pieces of chicken that they had. I in, the, in Manhattan, my dad used to bring me to Tad's because it was a dollar nineteen. You got a steak. You got baked potato. You got dessert. Oh my! You got uh, garlic bread. Uh, what else, John? Did you get at Tad's? It was a whole thing for a dollar nineteen. I think you hit it all. And the Tad's is yeah. around. I mean, before the pandemic, Tad's was still there. It, they they it? lasted a long, long time. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of bang for your buck. At the buffet Apparently, thing, though, these buffets also, are popular. Well, people yeah. would also, <laughs> they'd pull this move where, like, let's say there was a hot item. Richard, you know this. The tray would empty out, and people would just stand there and wait for the fresh tray <laughs> yeah. to come back yeah. in. <laughs> yeah. Animals. For like 10 minutes, they would wait there yeah. for the but, fresh and it, tray. I always got a kick out All of it. All aggravated. Too, like, but, but you'd also see like one piece of old pizza left, you know, and, and they put that see... on the on the plate too with the new stuff. Well, no, they, well, yeah, they probably would, but I would always wait to see who's gonna take that, who's desperate enough to take that old cold. <laughs> hey, by pizza. the way, I don't know if you guys realize it that one of our guys, Mike Trainer, was in a Golden Corral commercial. I saw it. It's <laughs> funny. It's really funny. Did you see it? Wow, Mike. <laughs> How was that? Pardon? Oh, no. His mic ain't <laughs> Yeah, we working. lost you. Oddly, his name is Mike, but his mic doesn't work. Testing. Go back to just sitting there. That's okay. <laughs> now he froze. Testing. Testing. <laughs> One, two. Now. We are now. All right. How about now? There you go. We're there? Oh, there you are. Oh, God. Okay. Do you want to talk about your... Do you want to talk about your... You want to talk about your Golden Corral commercial? Yes, yes. Part of my illustrious career, I was in a Golden Corral commercial, and uh, the food was so. We filmed it at a Golden Corral, and the food was so gross they uh, had it catered. They didn't want to Did feed they? us the Golden Corral food <laughs> at the shoot, so they had another, well, like a real restaurant with uh, uh, you know actual food uh, feed us. But uh, yeah, the commercial was kind of funny, maybe a, a little racist. I don't know. Uh, I'm, I'm driving a car and, uh, with, with a woman who's supposed to be my wife and there's a black couple in the back and we're talking about a fancy place we're going to and we pass a golden corral and the black couple jumps out of the car. Oh to my go to golden God. Corral. <laughs> Instead, when, that is and, racist. I guess so. Yeah. Now. <laughs> Uh, they just while the car is moving, they jump out of the car. Yes, oh, I thought it was cool because they had like stunt performers do the jump. It was fun to watch, but uh, wow! Yeah, lo looking back, I mean, wow. they couldn't control what, themselves. How so they... old are you? What year did yeah. this commercial get? Oh, this was uh, the 1930s, Robin. I was in this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the uh, black couple you worked with, they were like, "What the fuck is going on here?" The, the white people don't jump out of the car, but the black people do. Yes. Well, there, yeah. there was, yeah, I, we were going to a very fancy place and they're looking at each other like, I don't know about this. And right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's part, that's something that's out there about me. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta see that commercial. Yeah. Uh, they don't run to, that one anymore. <laughs> no, they don't. For some reason, they stopped. They, they, they stopped. According to Google, four pieces of honey dip fried chicken at Golden Corral is 2,470 calories. Wow. With 
with a whopping 4,620 milligrams of sodium. So there you amazing. go. That's amazing. I mean, it's amazing I love... that people don't eat there and then drop dead. <laughs> I love their food. I have to stick up for their food. I thought it was really good. It's been I, pro- I probably would love it, too. I love I love yeah. all that shit. I yeah. thought their pizza was really good. Oh, but you yeah, but you have, burger, you have no, I mean you eat Domino's or something. Yeah, you have Papa no John's. Know what pizza. Pizza I love is. Papa John's. Yeah. This guy lives yeah. in Manhattan and he orders Papa John's. We got the best <laughs> pizza ever in these local pizza places. But all right, JP, you're on the air in Florida. Hey, what's going on, Howard? Robin right now. Hey, got a got a funny uh golden crowd story. I was there one day with a buddy of mine and I, I couldn't hold it. I had to go take a shit. So I'm in the stall. And I, these two little kids come in, and they're, you know, you can see through the doors and whatnot. They come in, and they threw an ice cream cone over top of the stall at me. Oh. Nice. So, <laughs> yeah. It was, and they're all laughing about it, and I can't do anything at the time. So I remember what it looked like. I go out to the restaurant, and you know it, the type of people that go to Golden Crow beat the shit out of their kids, right? So right. I go up and stand behind these kids, and I said, uh, hey, you think that's funny? And the parents are just looking at me like, fuck is going on? And uh, I said, yeah, they just threw an ice cream cone over the stall at me in the bathroom. And they were laughing about it. They thought it was funny then. They don't seem to think it's funny now. The parents looked at these kids. They, they could have been killed that night. I don't even know. But uh, wow. it was just fun. I mean, that's the, kind of, that's the kind of shit that happens at Golden Corral. So, <laughs> I just <laughs> well, thought that's it was a I mean, it was but that's the entertainment. That? You don't, you know, you can't, you can't buy that kind of entertainment. All right. I don't really know Golden Corral. I've never been there in all fairness. So thank you, JP, for that story. Anyway, thanks guys. Thank you. Um, I, you know, I was going to do the bachelor retrospective. Believe it or not, it is the 20th year of bachelor and I need to commemorate that. You know what a fan I am of that TV. Nobody show. thought it would last 20 years. <laughs> and I didn't even read you all the mail we got over the break and, um, a lot of nice things about Amy Schumer. People really were moved by her appearance on the oh, show. Right. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Thanks for bringing Amy Schumer on to give her perspective on the slap heard round the world. We're talking about Will Smith and Chris Rock. We learn something new about Amy every time she comes on. And this time it was powerful. I was admittedly a little judgmental when I heard Amy found uh, the Oscars uh, traumatizing. I was uh, dead wrong. I'm really glad she discussed it with you. I have a newfound respect for her. Really nice things. Uh, and her uh, TV show, Life and Beth. People seem to be enjoying that. I watched the whole thing. I uh, enjoyed it very much. Uh, love listening yes, to I, Amy on I Wednesday. I haven't to the last episode yet, but I've been watching. Yeah, it was good. I felt like she was open in a way she hasn't been in past appearances. I love Life and Beth on Hulu. So happy there's a season two coming. Kick-ass interview. Uh, A lot of fans agreed with Amy's marriage rule. Find someone who can stand you. Thank you for giving us Amy Schumer. The find someone who can stand you line is right on the freaking money. Love her. That interview had me laughing. My FUPA off, if you remember FUPA. (laughs) A lot of people loved us remembering Gilbert Gottfried. Um, We dedicated a weekend of Howard 101 programming to Gilbert. Uh, with the uh, Howard Stern Remembers Gilbert Gottfried special. Gilbert special you played brought back such great memories. You even played my all-time favorite moment from the show, Gilbert versus Amy Heckerling's Nanny. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, she was screaming about 
the Holocaust, and I think Gilbert was. Everything is Holocaust with her. Yeah. Of everybody who died in the Holocaust, <laughs> six million Jews. Right. I am so, so because of the six million, you won't go to bed with me. <laughs> I swear to you, I would be dead if I had to sleep with Gilbert. This is why the My six million died. <laughs> why? So, so this woman won't have to sleep with me. My heart would stop, Gilbert. <laughs> if you laid on top of me, my heart would stop. <laughs> <laughs> like Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> I would sleep. I would sleep with anybody but Gilbert. Anybody. What is it like to be Gilbert and have women constantly like telling you not only that not rejecting you but like repulsed by you? <laughs> would you sleep with an SS officer? I think before, yeah, before I slept with you, I would. Oh, yeah, you would. <laughs> uh, fans continue to share their memories of classic Gilbert moments from over the years. The greatest Gilbert moment was when he was riffing on Kelsey Grammer dealing with Camille Grammer's IBS, irritable bowel syndrome. Uh, this woman wrote, I remember dying of laughter that day. Yes. Camille, this is a script meeting and you're interfering. <laughs> Uh, Camille, please. <laughs> Camille, is there a duck in her room? <laughs> Move on from the Christ grammar. sakes, woman, this can't be for real. What a catch-22. You're the hottest chick I ever met, but you can't stop dooting. She's giving new meaning to the term hot piece of ass. Yeah, you got a hot ass. You shoved a rolled-up newspaper in your rectum. Hold those back. <laughs> Uh, one listener expressed sympathy for all the amazing show friends we've lost over the past year. I wanted to pass yeah. along my condolences to Howard, Robin, and everyone who knew Gilbert Gottfried. With the recent losses of Taylor Hawkins, Ivan Reif, and Bob Saget, it really makes me appreciate all the wonderful, talented people who I've gotten to enjoy thanks to the Howard Stern Show. I hope you're all dealing with these untimely losses as best as possible. And we are... Um, by the way, also, we should remind everyone, right before we went on our little week-long break, Robin's special drink spilled all over her workstation on Wednesday's show. The fans have questions about the drink. Everyone wants to know everything, Robin. Uh, what makes Robin's drink so special? Is it ayahuasca? No, no, nothing like that. It is no, special I don't do drink. ayahuasca during the show. <laughs> it's a healthy drink, right, Robin? It's some, yeah, some it's concoction. A, it's a water and lemon and some electrolytes. Whatever it is, it's uh, Robin's special drink. Yeah. Um, Howard, doesn't Robin have a giant coffee mug with a top on it? Why doesn't she just keep her special drink in there? Voila, no more spills mid-show. You're hmm. absolutely right. And I think I said that I'm never bringing a glass without a top into the room again. There is a new ruling from Robin on special drink <laughs> that it will only be brought in with the top. <laughs> Matter of fact, we were... That's right. We were treated to a... Uh, we came back from the commercial. Robin reenacted the scream from the spill on her desk, and I'll play that for you now. <laughs> right. Was that it? Yeah, that's it. You that's did real? That came out. You, you did that. <laughs> One listener wrote, Holy shit, hearing Robin's reenactment of her scream was so entertaining. No way in hell. Doesn't that become a drop? And in fact, it will be a new drop. Fred will be incorporating that into the show. And I hope I can forget where it came from very quickly. By the way, uh, Robin, of course, has retired from singing, but her scream inspired fans to send in drops of her scream mixed into famous songs. And I'll play. Oh. The, the, many fans had fun with Robin's new scream. 
Wow. Wow. Oh, we love goodness. it. We, well, I'm glad I inspired something. We love when you use your creativity. Uh, wow. Uh, also, uh, fans wrote in about Ronnie's vibrator, vibrator sound. The fans got a <laughs> kick out of the sounds. Ronnie has a new sex toy. It was sent to yes. him. When we did that uh, little bit where we tried to find a sex toy entrepreneur to give money to, and Ronnie started trying this new sex toy, and when we played it on the air, it, it was crazy. <laughs> That is the sex toy that Ronnie is using on Stephanie. And the fans were, yeah, the fans were tickled pink. The toy was so damn loud. I'm shocked Ronnie and Stephanie don't get distracted by it. Can you guys please give the name of that toy again? I want to use it 24 hours a day. It sounds amazing. You know, I don't think I have the name of it. It's some sort of egg thing. Anybody know the name? I don't remember Ronnie even remembering it. Sounds like an alien invasion. What's the name of it, Ron? Uh, it's called the Sweet Talker. The Sweet Talker. Okay, there it is. A lot of the fans think the sound is perfect to put to music. Uh, Howard Ronnie's sex toy sounds like an EDM song. Could absolutely, yes. absolutely, could absolutely hear it remixed by Skrillex and played at Coachella. Uh, Howard, these sounds from the sex toy are just begging to made into a new Ronnie song. Well, we're happy to oblige, of course. We took Ronnie's sex toy noise and made this EDM remix that I can now present to you exclusively on Howard 100 and Howard 100. Oh, oh yeah. It's fucking cool, dude. Oh, it's fucking awesome, dude. Oh, that's great. And it flaps like this. Nice. I was uh, dancing to it. We tried it also as a heavy metal track, but it didn't. Eh, I don't know. It's like... Ronnie and Stephanie uh, are going to fuck to that. Uh, we are it's sending them a copy. Into all genres. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Uh, we also hit the streets to play the sound for New Yorkers. We had them guess what they thought was making the noise. Everybody was like whacked out. We're asking people to guess what this sound is. That old game, Asteroid. Is disco music? Uh, some sort of boat siren? What if I told you that that is an adult sex toy? Something that goes on the genitals? Oh, genitals? Oh, yeah. Didn't imagine. Really? You're kidding me. What kind of person would put that on their girlfriend's vagina? Um, actually, sick people, I think. Sick. Yeah, Does that sick sound people. like it would be pleasurable? No, it would scare me. What kind of man would use that on his girlfriend? A little pee-pee man. <laughs> yes, a little pee-pee man. <laughs> Ronnie's toy, the exact name for those of you who want one 
The French Kiss Sweet Talker by Cal Exotics. And Ronnie swears that it's actually yeah. fantastic. He loves it. He said Stephanie loves it, too. Yeah. It's um, like an egg with a tongue on it. He says it's great then, for his taint. And he puts it on his taint and Stephanie's yeah. uh, vagina. It's Very awesome. Nice. <laughs> Have you used it again? Yes. We love it. You it's a it. regular part of the repertoire now? It's a regular part of the room now. <laughs> really? It sits in the room? <laughs> yeah. Well, isn't that nice? Well, good for you, Ron. Um... Anyway, I'm going to end the show now. I do have so much more to get to, but Robin, tomorrow's another day. We got to we got to pace ourselves. I don't want to burn okay. out first day back. Don't want you burning out. No, no, no. You don't want that. Um, I'll do the bachelor retrospective tomorrow. I think you'll you'll enjoy it. Uh, many other things to talk about, but you know, listen, you bullshit around here, and all of a sudden the time is gone. Where did the time go? Wednesday, I will remind you that the comedian Gerard Carmichael will be here. I'm very excited to talk to him. I'm excited about this guy's career. I think he's terrific. Uh, and I'm going to end the show on something, Robin, that's near and dear to your heart.